Hey, what's up guys? Obi here. Just wanted to give a quick apology for the delay in releasing this week's episode. After eight years, my computer is dying a slow and tragic death and has crashed on me several times in the past week. At this point, the blue screen of death is basically my screensaver. <laughs> Anyhow, needless to say, my PC issues made recording over the past few days very challenging. We had to start from scratch on a few occasions after already making it halfway through the episode. But rather than delaying the episode any more than we already have, we've decided to go live with what we've got, especially considering our topic this week. So please excuse the muffled sound quality on my end for the first half of the episode. It clears up at about the one hour mark and it's smooth sailing from there. We hope you enjoyed anyhow and bear with us as we iron out the kinks involved in recording remotely. Thanks. Hey, hey, hey. hey, what's up Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Work Bay with Nan and Obi. Hey, friend. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Uh, I, I think we need to cancel that question for the rest of 2020. You're not hitting us with the, the season one, season two special? It, it was a week? <laughs> oh, that was, that was your go-to line for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta bring that back. The people missed that one. Oh, it was a week. You know what? Like <laughs> this, I don't I mean, well, I'm sure like a lot of other people. This past week has been like super overwhelming. Um and like really horrible ways, but then like in some like really inspiring kind of ways. And um, I think we talked about this a little bit. Like I was just trying to find one day last week that I could kind of just take off. Um and like I couldn't from work okay um to kind of just or at this rate just in life in general i'll come back turn off all the lights yeah under yeah, my yeah, blanket yeah. for a little bit yeah i'll check with y'all in a few days uh, and it's like it's like <laughs> even harder because the the premise of my job is like curating events to kind of keep morale up like since rona has changed that's been a a huge focus and so like kind of creating these spaces for us to connect like carrying the burden of like facilitating and you know keeping people engaged it has been like it's really hard when you're feeling like shit or like when you don't for sure you can't even grapple with what you're feeling um so it was really really hard Definitely well, planning I'm, on finding a day this week <laughs> that I can kind of just okay. remove no, myself sure. from for everything. Sure. But um, did, how about over the weekend? Did you get a chance to kind of decompress and wind somewhat, down? Somewhat. Somewhat. I'm also like trying to figure out my living situation. I keep going back and forth on whether or not I'm going to move. Oh, you, you, um, you, you, did you lie to the good people? You told us you were coming to Brooklyn. What, I what did happened? say that. I did yeah. say that. And then I, and then I Damn. saw what, what Brooklyn was trying to charge people for a two bedroom. And I told, I, I gave y'all my ass to kiss. Y'all are trying. Oh, wow. What neighborhood? <laughs> I don't, I, I mean, this, this might be an off the bike. Cause I wonder where you're looking. 
I wonder what everywhere. Okay. Bedside or Stuyvesant Heights. What the whites are saying. I'm. I have been looking at Flatbush. Huh. I've been looking in, but like for me, it makes more. Like I'm also being very pragmatic because the only reason why I'm moving to Brooklyn is because of the location of my job, and so I'm not trying to okay. be on the other side, still traveling an hour plus to get to Industry City. Like, it shouldn't take you an hour to get to somewhere else in Brooklyn. Damn, yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> there are there are a couple of places that I've been looking and I always do the 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 directional whatever mm-hmm. between my job and whatever the Yeah, uh, God, the that building Google is and, yep. Right. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't find my words. <laughs> but yeah, I Google <laughs> map I Google map the commute and some of them are like forty five minutes still. Okay, but you're doing an hour and a half right now. That's not so... the point. I want to be able to roll out the bed and walk down the street. <laughs> All right, then you want to live in Gowanus. Is what but yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to live in Gowanus. <laughs> you see? You, and, you and just then... want to have all the things at the yes. same time. Okay. Oh, what don't God. you understand? I feel like I'm giving, a lot. I'm giving up a lot just considering moving to Brooklyn. And so if I'm okay. moving there, then I better get all the things. It's got to be just right. So okay. yeah, so I, okay, I keep Goldilocks. going back and forth. <laughs> that's that's not fair. I think Goldilocks was kind of misunderstood. In res- oh. you know, I'm not capable for her. We're not doing that with white people right now. Next, right. <laughs> you came for yourself before I came for you. So you know, that's self awareness. That's what we call growth. Yes. Growth. <laughs> I'm proud oh, of you. I'm Thank proud you. of you in this growth. Thank you. <laughs> That was timely too. I, that was actually really fast. I, that was. Yeah, I figured was. it all out. I was like, "Wait, we're not doing that." Right now. <laughs> um, but how are you? How, how have you been? Uh, similarly, th- this the uh, I think you kind of described it well. Like the the past, uh, I guess, week or two weeks, maybe even at this point, um, since since George Floyd was killed, that was Memorial Day, right? Was that last mm-hmm. Monday or two Mondays ago? No, it was two it, Mondays ago. It was two yeah, weeks. it feels insane. <laughs> that, um, that just... Ugh. Yeah, no, it's just, I, I think one thing that I've had to get acclimated to, and this, is, this isn't just in light of, like, everything that's happened since his death, but this is really just since this whole pandemic started, is just like the rate at which things change. Mm. You know, I know, I know. We always joke. Not it's, actually, it's not a joke. It's it's the truth that we have like really a twenty four, uh, really like a twenty four news cycle mm-hmm. here in, in not just the U.S. but in the world. The world but now, yeah, now it feels like the news cycle is like three hours. <laughs> like, like oh. you, if you, if you haven't put into the news in the past three hours, the like, entire world is upside down again in a different kind of way. Yeah, in a different yeah. kind of way that you hadn't accounted for, for sure. and like you didn't see coming. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so I've I've just been trying to keep up with the pace of everything um, that's been happening, and I think, like you said earlier, it, it's been equal parts um, kind of frustration, pain, anger, all of those emotions, but also very inspirational as well. Kind of seeing how this movement that was born um, or uh, in the wake of his death. How it started off in Minneapolis, spread out to you know other cities across the country, and now it's gone global. I think uh, I forget how many countries it is. It's Eighteen, like, bro. Yeah, and, probably, and, that, states, and that's probably growing too. Probably, yeah, in all yeah. fifty states. All fifty. I was states, shocked at the fifty countries. states. 
I was like, yo, niggas in Wyoming, Wyoming? protesting? Yeah, <laughs> Dakotas? What? Utah? The <laughs> Dakota? <laughs> Y'all get done with that in Alaska? Okay. My, I just, uh, bro, I when I saw Alaska marching, they wasn't as deep as some of these cities, but like you felt the love, bro. Okay. Hey, but you, then, I mean, you think you about like indigenous it. people. I think a lot of marginalized groups are rallying, like you said, I think the death of George Floyd. And I think also the fact that like, we saw his murder in relative like real time because I think if it wasn't Memorial Day week, like that Monday, maybe a day or two later, that's when the the video was released. Um, oh yeah, I saw it on Twitter that evening. The the trend, the hashtag was already trending wow. that evening. Yeah, yeah. And I think like in comparison to maybe a Breonna Taylor or Ahmaud Arbery, like a lot those. Um, atrocities happened in like February and March. Yeah, um, we just kind of caught wind of them exactly like, weeks or months later. Right, right. And then I think in the manner, like to have your knee on somebody's neck for eight plus minutes, like there's no, there's no one can justify that. No one can say, oh, he lunged. No one can say, oh, he was armed. This man was handcuffed, pinned to the ground with your knee on his neck with pedestrians on the street telling you pleading with you to please let him up like there's nothing uh, i don't want to say look, this is- i i agree with you and we, and i think yeah. we all know that to be true but unfortunately you will still have those people who oh, yeah. find a way oh, yeah. to, to try it. to justify it you know yeah, you yeah. saw you saw the, yeah. the 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 original medical examiner's uh and also like who knows if he had things yeah. in the, you we yeah. know the script of what yeah. happens when yeah. when when black yeah. folk get killed in this country yeah. you know the first thing i'll do is it, it won't be a picture of him or her with their family it'll be a mugshot yeah. Yeah. from like 16 yeah. years ago you know We'll talk about the time he got suspended in fifth grade. Like, <laughs> when you're like, yo, wait, what? What are we doing? What are we that, doing? That's why I got shot six times in the back because I got oh, suspended in seventh grade. Like, what? God. What are we? What are we doing here? You know what I mean? But then I um, also think because I because I I'm not trying to say that I wonder why because like you're absolutely right and there are people even now like I was watching the news and like there are you know hate groups and white supremacists coming to these gatherings and these marches trying to like antagonize protesters so there are definitely people who would try to either um, justify it or wish it away or trying to explain it away um, so that I agree with for sure but it's like also really interesting to me how many people have come around states I don't think I've ever heard ever protesting for Black lives ever now deciding that this is the one that we're gonna get behind and I wonder if well, like what do you, why do you think that is what, what, not, what, yeah I think I wonder if it's like because of COVID and this pandemic having us all at home sitting the fuck down watching the news people are probably less distracted now because whether they're employed unemployed they're working from home they're you know they've kind of gone into different fields um to make up for the lack of income or what have you like i just feel like this time now has limit the amount of distractions that we can have from not paying attention to what's going on in the world 
And um, to be honest, like maybe it's, you know, the young people in your lives. I've been seeing online like videos of, you know, teenagers or like young adults, which sounds crazy because I'm I'm not old, but <laughs> younger, I was just about to say, younger, you? <laughs> younger folks having really hard conversations with their parents about racism mm. and discrimination and all that kind of stuff. And I wonder if like, you know, you're getting the really young out in the street, maybe their parent, they're able to convince their parents. And so their parents are going. And then we have, you know, some of the old heads who've been about this, you know, also coming out rallying behind us. And so it's, it's kind of like, it's really, really inspiring to see it all. Um, no, it has and, been. And yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And I, I think like you were just kind of listing, I think it's a, a number of different factors. And, and I, I, I think uh, the youth kind of, taking this moment or, you know, like the Gen Z and then even, mm-hmm. even, you know, kids younger than them, we saw how they all kind of showed out for um, the shooting in Florida and like mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. they kind of uh, galvanized behind the guns, right? Movement. Yeah. So, and, and they've done, a, I've, I've seen a, a number of studies and polls, I should say, not so much studies that show that they're like one of the most politically motivated. Oh, they about it, about it. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> So shout out to them. I mean, no, we, for we, real. we were it, it kind of puts the battery in, our... in your back. No, for sure, for sure, and and we were as well as millennial. I know. Mm-hmm, I don't know if mm-hmm. you if you finally decided to identify as millennial. Or... No, no, I'm still trying okay. to figure out where right. I fall. Well, okay, well for 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 <laughs> me, you know, who was born a week before you and is a millennial, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, oh. but no, we we've also been definitely very kind of. Uh, motivated as a generation sure. when it comes to uh politics that you know obama a, a big a big part of why obama got elected going back to 2008 because was of us yeah. millennials yeah but i think i think unfortunately we've kind of been a little disillusioned when it comes to politics and this is a conversation i have with my friend brandon he, he works in policy for the state of new jersey um I think for our generation, we we kind of got disillusioned by just a few things that happened in our formative years or like in mm-hmm. our lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously there was 9-11 when a lot of us were in high school or maybe middle school or maybe just starting college, you know, kind of catching the full the full scope of millennials. And then there was the recession in 08. Mm-hmm. You know, some of mm-hmm. us, maybe that was our first job or we had just started working or just graduated or just about to. Yeah. And then here we are again with another, <laughs> you know, with COVID-19. So I think we 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 haven't caught a break. You know not I mean? at all. Not so at all. I Even think, when you I finally think, think that you're about to, you know, yeah, you finally get your feet on the ground. Yeah. 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 So we we were sold the lie of, Oof. you know, just put your head down, work hard, go to school. You'll get a good job. You'll be upward mobile. You'll get promoted. Yeah. So we, we, I think, are the last generation that bought into that. Yeah. Gen Z grew up knowing that that was just a lie, and like not to even, <laughs> not to even like buy into that. Right, you know what I mean? Right, or or they had like cousins who are our age telling them who saw don't, exactly. Don't don't exactly. fall for the okie doke. Yeah, let me let me save you right now. Me, yeah, yes, yeah. let me yeah. put you on yeah, a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, so yeah, I think there's there's definitely a generational aspect, and then definitely because of uh, you know, like you said, world walls sitting at home. I saw a tweet about that saying like, "Yo, n- niggas got the time to be out here." <laughs> 
<laughs> we got time to be in the streets. You know, yes. 20 percent unemployment. People haven't seen checks Fucking in weeks. Crazy. The gov- all the government's done up to this point was send a twelve hundred dollar check like eight weeks ago. Right. You know, so so I think all the all you know the moment is ripe for, oh, for what we're seeing right yeah. now. Um, and again, it's 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 kind of weird or it, kind of hard to say i'm grateful that all of this stuff precipitated but it's hard to see us being where we are now had all these things not been in no i think you may have said it off off air but like it's kind of the perfect storm like yeah, all of these yeah. pieces had to fall into place mm-hmm. to kind of get us to pay attention i mean yeah. maybe not uh, you and i in particular but the larger us um to to Mm -hmm. finally be like yo like this shit is we cannot allow this to continue so yeah it's not sustainable fuck rona that bitch is still raggedy but (laughs) you know but shout out to her at the same time (laughs) for candace in this spot you know what i mean yeah yeah you you get that sis i give it to you (laughs) silver silver lining right you gotta find them trying yep that's a fact Um, trying 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 so obviously there's there have been we we've kind of talked about all the protests that have popped up. Um I know I've I've actually had the opportunity to go out uh, I've been out twice so far, two or three times. Um and yeah, you you definitely see all the things that you were just talking about out there. You know, it definitely seems like it's the uh, the movement seems like more of a coalition now than it did mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm, past. Mm-hmm, Speaking mm-hmm. specifically about Black, Black Lives Matter. I've I've been to Black Lives Matter protests in the past, you know, when when some of our other brothers and sisters were were killed, you know, Trayvon going all the way back to 2012, you know, Eric Garner, that was, I believe, Mm -hmm. 2014, 2015. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been to a few of these and a lot, most of them have been almost exclusively black. Right. A few brown faces in there as well. Right. Of a dusting of white folk. A sprinkling, <laughs> but barely any. Right. But I've I've been to a few marches, uh, you know, in in the past two weeks, or and I've seen pictures where some of them even look like it's mostly white people it's, out there. Right. Right. And right. so it, it's I think it's been great to see kind of the 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 pendulum kind of swing in that in that sense. Um, have you had a chance to go out? Forget so... about, no, I don't think I've asked you this yet. Bringing it back to that bitch, Rona. She, uh, okay. she's she kind of paralyzed your girl a little bit. I'm not gonna okay. lie. Um, so I okay. haven't, I haven't been participating in the current protests and marches. Okay. Um, but like yourself, I've participated in uh, protests and marches in the past. Mm. Um, and so it's really been like an itch for me to get outside and kind of, you know, join the fight in in that in that physical sense yeah um because yeah, yeah. there's definitely other ways to get involved and you know we're gonna jump into some yeah of those. yeah 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 of course um yeah. there are so many ways for people to participate but um a huge concern of mine even though my mom is not elderly you know she's yeah, still cool. she's still on the older side of things <laughs> and okay. so just kind of knowing that like I would have to come home to her is something that does weigh heavy on me. And I remember um, I got a, I saw a post the other day about um, a rally or a march in the Bronx. And I was like, Ooh, bet I'm going. And my mom was like, 
Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> uh, Shit, you're what? what? <laughs> she told that Scooby-Doo. Right. And I was like, like oh. What? And she was like, well, so, I mean, you know, when you come back, we're going to have to quarantine you. And I was like, <laughs> bitch, where? <laughs> where, am I, where am I going to be quarantined in my own apartment? Are you, you going you, to find some place to you stay? You better find because, a quarter of right? the apartment. Who is who is you? Not me. You. She, she you. gonna have to find a corner. Anyway, so knowing that like this space is not solely mine. Like if I was living alone, I definitely I don't know that I would run outside, but I would yeah. definitely be thinking about it a lot more. Um, and yeah, I'm just I'm I'm concerned for my health. And then As you the, should be, sure. seeing how rowdy these fucking police are, like I'm like mm, y'all better Ooh. than me. Yeah. Y'all are better. You, you, I, yeah. I like when I tell you how inspired, how inspired, even like watching your like your lives or your Insta stories and a number of my other friends who have been participating. It, it does. It makes me feel very emotional um, to see all of these people in the midst of a pandemic put their lives on the mm-hmm. line still mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to kind of just fight this good fight. And then also kind of knowing and seeing the way the fuckery of the NYPD and police across the country and like kind of, I know, I remember, I feel like when the curfews kind of were enacted, like that's when niggas lost their mind and was just going ham for no reason. Um, and yeah. still knowing that there's a yeah. possibility that you can get hurt. Some, I believe some protesters even have passed away due to the police yes. brutality at the police brutality rally against police brutality. Like it's just oh the fucking inception of it all is wild. Yeah. But um, yeah. no, yeah, so I, I saw- haven't. <laughs> I, I saw haven't a post about that. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy. It's it's insane. Just like <laughs> it's insane. like it's like wait, time out. So the police are figure the best way to respond to a protest about police brutality is with mm-hmm. more police brutality. Yeah, like that. Make <laughs> please make that make sense. I don't. You can do it because it doesn't their, make sense. What's their game plan? Do they have do they have PR? Do they have a publicist? These, Who I don't they need they someone needs to sit them they down. Got. They got uh. the, like they, <laughs> and they know. And that's you know what to me, that's the, the craziest part. Is like a small part of them know that if they do anything to anybody, the likelihood of them having any ramifications is low. As oh yeah, fuck. they're well aware. And yeah. so it's like I don't care. Record me. I don't care. Like all of that shit. You see them cover their badge matter. numbers. Yeah. yeah, all kinds of shady shit. Yeah, they're a gang. Like whenever I tell people, don't <laughs> police. No, it's. I'm not even saying that to like. To I know joke you're around. not, and I'm laughing. Pol- yeah, so poli- it's cry. a gang. They're an organized gang. They move yeah. and operate and and conduct themselves as a gang, just like you, just like the Crips, just like the Bloods, just like anybody else. You, the video, I think of um from in fucking buffalo of that older gentleman who was protesting that they fucking shoved this 75 year old man y'all like and talking about the brutality at the police brutality protest (laughs) y'all just got caught up for not assisting and providing aid to a man who was in distress yep you push this old old a 75 mm-hmm. there's no young there even you the baddest <laughs> of the bad you old as shit 75 year old man to the ground 
my nigga. And he was blood. leaking. He was, yeah, Ble- bleeding out and his I, ear. I remember when I think when I saw the video initially, like I was so startled by the red, I didn't know where it was coming from. So yeah. I thought maybe like he had cracked a skull. So anything is possible. That's fucking mm-hmm. funny. So he's bleeding mm-hmm. from somewhere, and y'all are just fucking walking over him. Yeah, they walked right over him, marched right like, over him. I like, just, what's happening. like you are. Is anybody paying attention to any fucking thing? Like the, it is just so. And then I, I feel like I saw one police officer like to like gesture to help, and then another one pulled him away. And it's like, what are you? What are you doing? What are like? What the and fuck the, is actually happening right now? The worst part was, I mean, that is the worst part. It doesn't get it doesn't get worse than the action that they took. But to make matters even worse, I don't know if you read what their police report was. Did you did you read that or hear about no, that? No, they basically said that he had tripped and fell. Was the, how that's how it showed up on their official statement. Yes, was that he had tripped and it's like yo, they, they're they're yeah. I I don't even have the words. Yeah, it's the it's absolute it's nerve. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the the kind of shit they do is, is it's sick. That's the only word Disgusting. to to describe know. it. Um, anyway, but no, so I to guess, answer your question, no, I haven't been participating. No, I got you. I got you. But no, I was just gonna say real quick. Uh, I I know we had kind of had another topic lined up for for this week, but I I reached out to you a few days ago, and I know I've been kind of thinking to myself like how to you know similar to you like in in on those days that i'm not out there with you know kind of my 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 boots on the pavement what are other ways that i can support and and kind of use my talents and my skills to kind of uh get information out and yeah and one thing that i surprisingly had not even like accounted for was this forum that we have here on our podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i appreciate you being flexible i just want i just figured we we would kind of dedicate this week's episode just to kind of talking about the the movement that we're seeing i don't know if they, if they if it's been given a name just yet i've seen like the george floyd like uprising george floyd mm-hmm. protest but i think it's important to remember that all of this is happening um in direct response to what we saw happen in minneapolis but we're not just out here marching and protesting for george there's a long list of, you know there's a Too mob long. there's brianna yeah. there's 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 a long list of names that goes back years and, and even decades. And then there's names that we don't know. That exactly. So many. Hundreds. Maybe even violence. thousands. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. No, this. Uh, yeah, of course. I would love to utilize this time to kind of talk about different ways of participating in this. Program, yeah, for, for sure. Because yeah. I think a lot of people um, might have been in a position I was in, you know, last week or two weeks ago, just like. And especially with the rate at which, like, kind of information and resources were coming, it yeah. was at least for me, it was really hard to kind of ingest yeah, all of that yeah, all and like know yeah, where to yeah. start. Like, okay, cool, I have all this info, and and I and I another thing I was thinking to myself was like, if I feel this way and and I'm black and I I'm <laughs> in, I'm intimately aware of our right, struggle, right? If right. I feel this way, how the fuck right. does some like you know? maybe some well-intentioned white person feel, you know, like if, Ooh, if how, yeah, how uh, no, you yeah. see what I'm saying? If, no, if I right. feel overwhelmed and don't know where to start with this, I can only imagine how someone. You know what's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. The There are well-meaning, all types of well-meaning people who may need assistance. And maybe you listen to this mm-hmm. podcast and let us be the blacks to help you. But 
I um I think we talked about this last week a, a little bit about like people kind of shaming their white friends into like participating. Oh, that in was me. I or, like, tried. Yeah, acknowledging you know we see you not posting your mm-hmm. silence is violence that whole kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I've ever talked to you about this, but I realized in this time that I don't have any white friends. <laughs> Wait, nah, you you you. There's got to be. The nope. token white friend, right? Nope. We've got to reverse this nope. now. You don't nope. have a single other from college, nope. from work, from no. I mean, I do. I know white people from those institutions. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, but are they in your inner are they circle? friends of mine? Are these people that I call for a kiki? Do we I hang see. out on the weekend? Will I they? I, and or maybe I just know the right type of whites who haven't been coming to me with their burden of how to educate themselves. Hey, look, look. They we I, I've been called one of the good ones many times before. <laughs> I'm gonna have that same energy. This is this. We got to. This is good one. This is good white. I don't like here. it. Yeah, this is good white. So it's okay. But you I'm just saying, you like, know. one of my homeboys hit me and was like, "Has anybody, any of your white friends, hit you on some like? I know this is probably like a really tough time for you. Know that I'm here." And I was like, "Nope, I ain't getting no, none no. of them messages. I don't got no phone calls. Nobody has been bothering me asking for reading lists no, no. and uh, what documentaries they should watch." And so, you know, I feel very privileged in that in that way because I see the messages that a lot of my other friends are posting and I'm sorry y'all like get you Not some better that. whites if 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 I showed you what my inbox has looked like I'm here I'm here for white folk I haven't talked to in, in years like That's yo what insane to me what <laughs> do you made, say to that I made I I made a I made a um I posted a status on Facebook sometime last week where I was like, yo, when this is all said and done, I'm going to start a support group for the approachable <laughs> black friend. Because I was like, yo, I, did, I didn't realize that that was the role were, that I played in so many white people's lives. I did not know, but here we are. I didn't choose this, but I'm going to make the best I can Yikes. out of it. It's you what I'm going to do. Um, but no, I, I will say one, one thing that kind of helped me really have a, a big shift in my approach because I absolutely was one of those. It's the you know a day or two or three after after we heard the news about George Floyd, and I've done this before. It's a, a, it's the same thing I do anytime these happen. I usually am calling out my white friends, you know, on social media, like, "Yo, what the fuck is up?" Like, you guys oh. are always fucking just dead silent whenever there's issues that affect or impact me as yeah. you know as a black man. You know that that and that hurts. That's painful. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, I'm that, sure. That, that, that's I, I mean, not, I don't know, but I'm yeah. sure that's probably really painful. No, for sure. And and so, but I think I I came across this, um, and and it had been circulating for like a day or two before I actually sat down and watched the full video. Uh, I'm sure you've seen it by now. But there, there's this uh, clip of Toni Morrison when she sat down with uh, with Charlie Rose for an mm. interview. This was back in ninety. It was either ninety two or ninety three. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about one of her her recent books. I believe it was Jazz. Okay. Um, and anyhow, um, she goes into kind of a monologue uh, explaining to Charles that look, this is not 
my fight when it comes mm-hmm. to racism. Like, mm-hmm. of, of course, I'm impacted by it, you know, as a as a as a as a black person, and for her as a black woman, probably even more so. For sure. Uh, when we talk about intersectionality, but she had she kind of spoke to how she had released herself of that burden of having to fix this problem mm-hmm, of racism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or or have a or have a or, or do any of the heavy lifting at the mm. very least and and hearing her break it down the way she did that was a huge light bulb moment for me because i felt like i was kind of taking on that onus of like all right it's on me to like change these white people's minds mm. the white people i know it's it's up to me to make them say and i was after a while, I, after seeing that, I was like, nah, time to fuck out. This is, <laughs> yeah. no. I have yep. enough shit that I deal with on a Literally. on a regular yes. day. Exactly. You know, uh, even exactly. when even when times are good, I don't I don't need to be taken on that work. And and really and truly, that's not our work. No, you know, because we didn't create this mess, and so it no. shouldn't be honest to fix it. Absolutely, not. yeah, yeah. It's, it's really not. Love, love, Auntie Tony. She she will definitely give you those revelations. Yeah. And I think I think you had you you had mentioned um, to me a, a couple of days ago that did, there's like a a documentary or something yes. about it. Just it came out. I think so. It's a new like, one. It's not like an old one that's resurfaced or something. No, it came out in like 2019. Okay, I want to say last year. Um, okay, and I actually saw it the other day on Hulu. Um, let me pull it up because I always forget what it's called. Um, yeah, yeah the pieces I am. Hard it is to navigate through shit on Hulu. Do you do you struggle with that, or is it just me? I, I'm so used to Netflix. That's kind of one of my favorite streaming apps. I don't really. Yeah, me so and Hulu have a great time. Shit on there. Okay, but it, yeah, but I think it's, it's called pieces so of the pieces I am. It's Toni Morrison. The pieces I am. Okay. I am. Yeah, and it's okay. on Hulu. I def- okay. It's very long. It's, it's about okay. a three hour sit, but definitely. Like we said, Dick has got time. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. That is true. And it will, it will, it'll, like, outside of just learning about her and her life and, you know, her children and her fit, like, all of those personal things, it is so inspiring. Um, okay. She is just like, ugh, like, the hug from your favorite granny, like, or like your, your best auntie. Yeah. No, she is. Anytime. Uh, uh, you know, I'll I'll tell them myself. I I actually have not read any of her books. I How? very much would like to. Well, before you know, before y'all bring the pitchforks out here, remember you you got me into the book club. If you oh, recall. I did. You, You're you so were my welcome. Ticket in. And well, thank you. Prior to that, yeah, you weren't reading a lot of like, exactly not actually, books. I remember that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I read a lot of articles and what you know. I you know I love me an article. Yes, but I'm trying. I'm trying to get um, in the habit of also, you know, opening up a book from time to time. But yeah. she absolutely is very high on my list, and, and as we talked about, um, kind of our intentions for this year, um, I'm I'm definitely trying to center more of my reading as well on like on black female authors as well. I remember and, you and saying issues that. Of feminism. Yeah. yeah, like I got uh, I got gifted um, the book uh, All About Love by Bill. Oh Hooks. yes. So and good. I'm going through that now. So yeah, so I'm, I'm that just hard to get through because you you start reading and then you have oh, well, I don't know about you, oh, you have little, 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 little mental breakdowns. <laughs> you figure out <laughs> I the third page and I was like, oh, that's what we doing. You do okay. you doing this whole love thing all wrong? Miss Hooks yeah. is coming for me today. My okay. shit is all is ripped up. Is <laughs> teardrop <laughs> been dried on it? It's uh, yeah. Oh, that's exciting! Yeah, no, definitely. No, so we'll, we'll and we'll definitely, sh- yeah, we'll definitely share out um, 
that uh, documentary and all of the resources that we're going to go into on this episode as well. I mean, by all means, if y'all want to take notes, go ahead. But we will <laughs> we will absolutely be sharing out everything we talk about. So don't don't feel like you have to, you know, kind of be taking note of everything along the way. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely share it out. Um, so I, I figured protests is a is a good place to start because um, obviously that's kind of the most uh, visible way that right. people have been involved with everything that's happening now. Um, and I know you had kind of done some research and you had found some information that came actually from protesters from Hong Kong, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just maybe sharing some background on that? Uh, yeah, so... Um... Hong Kong has been protesting for about a year now. I think they yeah, just they've passed been out there for a minute. Yeah, they just passed their anniversary on June fourth, I believe. And, and what are they, they have been protesting essentially mainland China, um, who is trying to like do some like overreach and kind of really oh, stifle right. their own. Um, autonomy and their own sovereignty Mm -hmm. um i think this all started with like an extradition act i never can say that word right extradition extradition you got it that's it okay that's it basically they were coming back to me now yeah Yeah. so and then like i think honestly i think china may have done some fuck shit China's always doing some fuck shit shit recently where i think they they had passed a portion of the rule or the bill. I don't know what their type of, uh, you know, what like legal system works. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. But uh, essentially, so that's what um, those in Hong Kong have been protesting. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I mean, cause I, this whole situation has really been interesting to me. And so I've watched a couple of documentaries or like, you know, vice pieces on the mm-hmm. protests. And um, when things happened, um, the early, early protests, um, in you know it for justice in the george floyd murder um mm-hmm. i saw actually a lot of posts from people in hong kong kind of sharing resources and information about how they've been able to organize um which i thought yeah, was I've so smart too. and like really really cool and also yeah. kind of just amp you know kind of amplify it continues to talk about the global reach of all of this yeah yeah yeah. and even in if it's not justice you know fighting against police brutality it's justice of another type that we're Mm -hmm. all kind of trying to fight for um and so in preparation for this um for this episode i definitely wanted to find like a list like a full list and i was surprised that gq actually sat down with two um protesters from hong kong GQ. and they kind of i mean listen okay i didn't see that coming these okay. companies are like either we we need to get with the times or we will be rolled hey, up burned down yeah literally <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a figure of speech. We burn you sit down. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was so dope. Um, just because that's a huge platform and mm-hmm. that they were talking to actual, I mean, it was anonymous, of course, but like actual protesters in Hong Kong. And they were just sharing like some tips and tricks on how they've been able to organize. Um, okay. And so the first thing that they shared was what to wear, which is a huge, I think, for safety and then also um, for solidarity in Hong Kong, what you wear means a whole lot. Okay. So um, the first thing that they talk about is to wear uh, a face mask. 
Of course, like we've talked yes. about, Rona, that bitch is still lingering, she's even still though, here. you know, she's... She's a welcome, but she's still here. <laughs> like a motherfucker, just rude. She's still here. <laughs> that bitch want to spend the night. <laughs> she really do. <laughs> Everything. She didn't even bring a bag. She's still no, oh, no, she, but she carries one in the trunk. She always got one in the trunk. <laughs> or, or toothbrush <laughs> in her purse or something like that. The bitch is just raggedy. She's just raggedy. <laughs> anyway, so outside of protecting yourself from... Uh, the coronavirus face masks, of course, are helpful in concealing your identity. And then if you are unfortunately the victim of tear gas or pepper spray, they are also beneficial in like kind of shielding you from that. Um, another one that I didn't think about was eye protection. And they say like even mm. little swimming goggles um, or oh, you know, and gas masks. Yeah, yeah. In, in I see the swimming goggles. Yeah, <laughs> okay. whatever, whatever it takes to keep your Listen, eyes good. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be anything crazy. But again, if you, um, you know, are the victim of tear gas or pepper spray, they can definitely help you in protecting your eyes. For um, sure. Another one was long pants and long sleeves. And this one I was super interested on. They were saying, excuse me, that. Um, this also kind of shields any, if you have any marks, I think you even talked about maybe tattoos or special piercings that having long sleeves and long pants can help in kind of concealing that. Um, and then oh, that yeah. also shields your skin from pepper spray and tear gas. Um, and so it says here that according to popular science, when it comes to clothing, the less skin showing and the denser the fabric, the better equipped you are if the police end up utilizing tear tear gas during a protest. Given that tear gas adheres to moisture on the skin, the more coverage you are with fabric, the less surface area there is uh, for the gas to stick to you. So yeah. that, so tear gas, when it, when it touches your skin, it can burn you. And so if you yeah. have longer pants and longer sleeves, um, it could protect you from that. It helps. Yeah, no. And, and that's, that's definitely the, I would say like the primary reason to, to make sure you're covered up. But you you kind of touched on the on the tattoos. Uh, basically, you're just trying to cover up anything that is identifiable and unique to you. Right. And I know for me, for example, when I went out on uh, the the first time uh, two weekends ago, I had a cover up. Um, I have a tattoo of of the continent of Africa and the face of a lion inside of it on my right bicep. And I remember even as I was getting ready to head out, like. I had to like take a quick moment and just think about the fact of, of like what I was doing. Like yeah. I was covering up something that's like always been, you know, it's my first tattoo. It's always been like a source of pride for me. Um, so just the idea that that was something that I had to now hide yeah. because I was going out to, to practice and enjoy my, my rights as a citizen of this country. Period. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you, you, some, especially now, Sometimes you just got to get your feelings out of it. You know, you're really just yeah. trying to do what you can to stay safe. Absolutely. Because um, God forbid, you know, you get caught up in some shit. And don't forget, a, a, a lot of times we think because we live in these, you know, Western democracies that, that like, you know, oversight and surveillance isn't a thing. Not, oh, no, CCT's like, out there. Yeah. We mm -hmm. live in some of the most surveilled countries in yep. the world, you yep. know, in, in the West. And that's definitely CCT the case with the U.S. Yeah. And, and and like London and the I UK, think like they have, every corner. Yeah, they have a, a, a camera <laughs> on every damn corner in the, in London. I've heard yeah. it's, it's pretty real out there. Um, so yeah, you just want to be doing 
you know, kind of dressing in such a way that it's, you're not easily identified. And I think that goes into the the next point that you had about just wearing generic, unidentifiable clothing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, avoid stuff, you know, like anything with logos, that kind of thing. You want to just make, because I, I think sometimes people don't realize how easy it is to do reverse image searches. Mm. Like, like Google. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, and let mm-hmm. alone, that's just on the consumer side. That's what we have access to on Google. You, if you're not talking about the government, they have access to all different types <laughs> of other tools type of and shit. Yeah, systems yeah, yeah. that that could easily, just like that, you know, just from maybe a, a unique shirt or you mm-hmm. know uh, that you have real quick find a post that you had two years ago with that same shirt Wearing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like now, everybody now is, up. everyone is posting, everyone is recording, and so you mm-hmm. you think that you're just sharing a beautiful. Uh, moment in mm-hmm. history and you know government the government police can utilize all of that information to try to find people um, yeah. so yeah definitely making sure that you don't you wear it as generic clothing as possible um like i said uh earlier that uh, the clothing um, in Hong Kong is something that they also use as a form of solidarity. And so wearing all black clothing is definitely kind of their uniform in Hong Kong. Um, and I mean, I definitely, we would encourage you to wear that here, but one thing that they did know, which I appreciated was that um, depending on what country you're in, all black clothing um now many associate with more militant and radical aspects of the movement, um, which may incite violence from the police. So, you know, to your own discretion, um, you know, I'm not saying that you can't wear all black, but do understand that people may, or police, not people, uh, police may see you as more of a threat, um, depending on the type of clothing that you're wearing. So just be cognizant of that as well. Yeah, for um, sure. Oh, I yeah. I was definitely in all in all black the first time I went out. Yeah, uh, I I bumped into a friend, and they said I looked like Batman. I had all <laughs> black on. I had the I I always butcher the word. There's a, there's this like special kind of uh, uh, mask that you wear like, during the winter, or if you're like in a desert, like it covers everything but your eyes. What is oh. what's, it, what's it called? I don't it's know. With B. I always I always mess up that word. But anyhow, I had I had one of those on, which I usually just wear in the winter. But uh-huh. I brought that bad boy out. Yeah, yeah. So all you could see were my eyes, eyes. But I was wearing glasses. I had a black hat, a black shirt, black shorts, black boots. Like I was, I, I didn't take ready any to go. Yeah, yes. I was ready to go. I was ready to go. So I, I knew I did well when I came across people who I know and they did not recognize me. I was like, all right. Oh, I well, did there well. you go. I yeah. Did, yeah, I did good. <laughs> sounds good that's that sounds good um and then another one that i was like a little surprised by was the emergency contacts um they advise that you write uh, write down any emergency contact on your arm or your thigh with permanent marker in case you are arrested um and your cell phone is confiscated um which that's is like real. super alarming yeah. but like yeah yeah definitely I- like, very necessary Yep, and I did the same. I mean, I I have I know my parents' numbers by heart, so I don't have to write that down. But I definitely wrote down um, two different bail funds here in Brooklyn, specifically, just in the off chance that I did get caught up in some shit or if I did get arrested. You know, because that's the thing. Yeah, if you get locked up, you're not gonna have your phone, so you gotta be yeah. able to. You know, when you do get your one call, 
you, you make sure it's sure a good you, one. Yeah, yeah, make sure it's a good one, and you, and you know who you're reaching out to. So right. that's one I would I would definitely recommend people do. Just get a permanent marker. And I was worried that it wouldn't come off my skin, but it 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 came off. I, it, so don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you take two Yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, um, and another another kind of um, tip that I came across, and this was actually from AOC. She had posted it on her Instagram a couple of days ago. Uh, you kind of covered like what to wear. You know, she kind of got into what to bring and what not to bring. There was a nice little okay. graphic that she had, and yeah. I'm sure we'll share it out too. Um, on the what to bring side, first and foremost was water and snacks. Uh, water uh, is useful in the event that um, you get pepper sprayed or if there's tear gas that's been released around you. Uh, there is no magic cure when it comes to handling tear gas, but rinsing your eyes with water or saline solution is an important part of recovery. Now, a lot of times you'll hear people bring up milk, uh, but the thing about milk is it does help with the capacitin. I'm probably butchering that, but th that's the the reactive chemical in peppers. That's what gives mm -hmm. pepper the heat. Okay. Um, so milk will help with that, with pepper spray, but it doesn't do anything for you with tear gas. Okay, so, so water would be better. Yeah, water or saline, uh, saline solution it helps with that. And then obviously for hydration, like, because that's the one thing I would tell folks, if any of y'all haven't been out yet, you will put some mileage when you go out. <laughs> I know the first day I went out, I went up to Harlem and I, I made my way back down to Brooklyn. I walked 17 miles that day. Wow. And yeah, I, I, I didn't really feel it during the day, but I was, <laughs> yeah, my Not, paws were yeah. wolfing when I, when I got home. And, and and then yeah, the other day on Thursday, same deal. I it didn't even feel like a whole lot, but I ended up doing like nine or ten miles. So so I I don't know if we mentioned that on the last one, but definitely make sure you're wearing comfortable shoes too. Because mm -hmm, you're gonna mm -hmm. you're definitely gonna be putting some miles out there. So you want to make sure. I think I saw a picture the other day of this woman in heels. At mm, nah, that ain't it. And I was like, oh, she's mm -mm. this is this is a photo op. This is yeah, this is a photo Nicole, op. Real quick. And that's it. And she's going right back in the way. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, please comfortable shoes. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so water definitely some snacks. I've just been throwing like granola bars in my book bag, just you know something that's going to give you some energy, like a protein bar or something. Because um, especially now with us, you know, kind of being in the middle of this uh, pandemic, a lot, especially for those of us who are living in cities, a lot of these businesses aren't open, so mm. you might not be able to just pop in somewhere and, yeah, and get a quick yeah. bite. So you want to make sure you have some food on deck. That way you're 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 staying powered up. Um, the other things that she listed as well was cash and change, bandages and first aid supplies. I bought a cheap like five dollar kit from Rite Aid. You know, just like nice. some band aids, alcohol mm -hmm. swabs, um, Neosporin. You know, whatever you need uh, to if you if you get a scrape or anything like that. Earplugs. Some of these protests can get real loud. Definitely want to protect your <laughs> hearing. And it's and I would say that's especially so if you're going out. You know, if you have any. Yeah, like a younger cousin or a younger sibling, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you definitely want to make Those sure that's especially yeah. important for, yeah. for, for, for younger folk. Yeah. yeah. Um, a washcloth, again, that helps if you get any, any, any bruises or any scrapes or anything like that. But a, a, the, another pro tip with a washcloth is if you, if you are out and the, and the, and the cops start letting out tear gas or pepper spray, you want to douse that washcloth with water. 
Because what that's going to do is add another barrier for the gas to get through. Hmm. So, and okay. same, and if, and if you don't have a washcloth, you can still even just douse what your, your mask, mask that yeah. you have yeah. on. Yeah, oh, that's really um, smart. And, and you you won't miss the tear gas. I mean, obviously, you'll see the plumes of, of gas, but you the, the clink of the canisters on pavement or asphalt, you, it, you can't miss that sound. It's a very, like, distinct sound. Wow. So if you hear that... Get to running. Yeah. Okay, get, let's, let's start for prepping For one, up. get to running, yeah. and definitely make sure you protect yourself. Try and get your mask or whatever you're using to cover your face damp to kind of add another barrier from, from whatever they're letting out. And I, a quick timeout before we even go forward. Like, <laughs> I think it's worth saying that it's ridiculous that we even have to talk about this because tear gas has been identified by, um, I'm pretty sure it's the United Nations. As, yeah, the UN. Mm-hmm. As... As basically an, an agent of war, like yes. So it's it's just crazy that we even have to be talking about like how to protect yourself against yeah. that. But yeah. here we are. That's a conversation Listen, for another day. We're, we're just trying, trying to, to give you them tools, exactly, them at exactly. And the last one for what to bring was protest signs. Get creative. I've seen some. <laughs> I've seen some very creative ones Y'all out are there. Wilding with the protest signs. <laughs> I've seen some good ones. Absolute. <laughs> I've also seen some trash ones. Like I've really saw, bad. Yeah. Someone shared one with me today. I she I, I don't know for sure what this woman was. She looked like she was she was uh, maybe Latinx, like Latina. She had a sign saying, Stop killing black men. I'm trying to I want to have mixed babies or something like oh, that. And no. I was just like, No, like, no, what are you, you doing? Know, some of us are just not as creative as others. Some of us are not as clever is this, as others. Is this you showing grace? She doesn't deserve I'm any trying. grace for that. Because nah. sis was, she was out in the streets. So she thank was. you for that. But listen, I, guess. I know I some know. some people have been getting real spicy with their signs and they they getting <laughs> love on the internet. If you don't have that in you, just fucking write Black Lives Matter and yeah, call keep it, it simple. Don't keep sit simple. up here talking about stop killing black men because you're trying to have mixed babies. Yeah, that is nah, 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 nah. the nah. opposite of what this movement nah. is about. Keep yeah. that shit we're not, together. We're not doing this for the clout. Like just go, no. you know, you this see, is, that's, this and that's, serious a, that's a business. thing though. Yeah. That's the thing. A lot of these people be out here because they think it's cute and it's popping and it's yeah. trending. Let me get my shit off, and you look like a fool, bruh. What are you? What like? What are you did doing? You, did you see that video Ava um, had shared last week? Of this, I'm pretty sure this was out in LA. Um, there was this white girl who came up. There was a there was a gentleman who was boarding up businesses' Bruh. windows. So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch lost her fucking job and she should have. She got out of her troop, car. My nigga. You're lame. <laughs> Who does that? This what man the, is doing the, his job. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. You're good. No, I just wanted to explain it for I know you've seen it, but for anyone who hasn't seen the video, basically what happens is 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 homegirl stroll they pulls out of the car, walks up to the guy who's boarding up the window, asks him to bar- borrow his drill to hold it. While her boyfriend or whoever this gentleman she's with snaps a photo, she then proceeds to get right back in her car and they drive off. Like, that's not what we need right now. Goofy. Yeah, goof, goof troop for sure. Goof goofy, troop for goof. sure. Yeah. And apparently, because I, I saw that video and I was like, this is not real. Apparently, no, she this then... real. She no, I, I knew it was real, but I'm saying like, this is like, what the fuck? Oh, I she got you. Okay. She posted it 
on her Instagram, I think she hashtagged Black Lives Matter or something oh. about how she is, you know, working with the community, the community and people and, blamed yeah. her oh, ass. Right. And now all of her shit is fucking private. And I think she good. lost her job. And good for you, so. you goofy, yeah. goofy, goofy <laughs> bitch. <laughs> why? Goofy bitch. <laughs> there was another. There was yeah. another chick on. Um, oh my god, what is it like? Uh, there's like this this funny ass um, page on IG. Like influencers in the wild, I think it's called, or some yes. shit. Yes, Antoinette yeah. put me onto that one. Yeah, it's wild. It's the shit you see on there is wild, goofy. bro. Just go for it. All for the clout. All, All for, for some the clout and chairs. This can't there was be this life. one this chick. Can't be it. She was, she was, I think she had like a fucking black gown or some shit. And she was in, uh, there was a protest. I think it was in California or like San Francisco somewhere. And she had her home, her homegirl passed her a sign and she just stood in the street with her sign and her fucking gown, taking up like just a flicking, taking pics or whatever while the protest was going on. And it's like, what are you doing? How yeah. could you possibly think that this is what is necessary in this time? Take your Kendall Jenner, Pepsi saves the world as home somewhere and call it a day. <laughs> what are you doing? Yo, I had forgot about that video. Oh, I got I'm going to post that at some point this week. Like, yo, has anybody, has anybody tried reaching out to her? <laughs> Maybe she's what we need. Someone I don't. Those are, I'm. I'm so sorry that I even said her name because that fam, <laughs> I don't pay attention to that family, so I wouldn't know. But I, I will never forget that Pepsi commercial. How quickly they they aired that shit and how quickly it disappeared from the face of the earth. That one yeah. and another one that oh that that just I was literally like besides myself in like laughter the first time I saw it was the one Peter put out or they wanted to put out this year for the Super Bowl for Colin Kaepernick the Take a Knee. When it had the animals taking a knee I did out of the wild. Oh, marketing department. You need to see that one. As soon as we were the done reporting, I want to share it with you. Please. you yes. Please. Yes. And at the moment that I just basically fell out on the floor is when they had a snake and a fish take out take a knee. I was like, yo. They don't have knee. How are they taking a knee? Yo, the illustrator, the illustrator basically made the snake into like an S so that it could I'm rest. And then the fish was just like bent in half, basically. I'm to take a knee. I'm done. And I'm like, no, Peter. Were these were these it. like were these like CGI fishes? Or no, no, no. These were it was it was cartoon. It was all okay. illustrated. Yeah, that I'll makes, share the video with you once we get on. That makes me feel a little better. It's I don't know. So wild. It's just yeah. I need y'all to just not do that. Like, don't do so. these things. This is why y'all need to hire black people. <laughs> I always say it. I always say that. But you know what? Like you always remind me, man. Kinfolk ain't, ain't always kinfolk. You That's know, a fact too. There, there might be that. There might be that black or brown face in there. Those. Oh yeah, this is good. Uh, this is good, Todd. Yeah, yeah let's get yeah. this out. <laughs> and then one last thing that that you that was maybe not on the aoc list that you're sharing but on mm. the 
Hong Kong's list was in respect mm-hmm. to things to bring was a change of clothes. Like you've just mentioned oh, now, yeah. um, if you, if you, you know, are a, a victim of tear gas or pepper spray that like mm-hmm. you're dousing yourself with water, you're dousing yourself with milk, you mm-hmm. may get those particles on your person, on your clothing, and you don't want to walk around with that. So having an extra yeah. shirt, having an yeah. extra pair of pants in your backpack, um, you know, and if you find yourself in these situations, that's something that you can remove and not have to like walk around wet um, would mm-hmm. also be really helpful. Mm-hmm. And then and, you want, do you want to hit us? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. I was just going to say like, I'm sure we've all at some point or another been chopping up like onions or like a spicy pepper. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know what, you know, like if that gets by your eyes or if you breathe mm-hmm. that in, it's an mm-hmm. irritant. So I want y'all to realize that, we, and I'm sure maybe some of us have had like a bad experience with that. Imagine that times like a hundred. Uh, That's pepper uh, spray. Like I've never. Can't, I've ne- have you been pepper sprayed before? I actually I've never had, but I've heard. Wait, what? <laughs> I <laughs> mean, it was completely. It, it, it's a, a tiny What? So, I mean, like it's literally the dumbest story on the face of the planet. Well, now you have to share. <laughs> so <laughs> I was I had to have been about like maybe eight or nine. Wait, you and... were eight? <laughs> what just happened? Where's well, we, the story going? Just, are you gonna listen to the story or are you gonna judge me? Like I don't feel just, very comfortable no, right now sharing. Birds that I didn't <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna take, but my bad. Go ahead. So you <laughs> listen, I'm about that. No, let me stop. That's not what it's I'm not. Okay. Don't bring that smoke. Um okay. but yeah, I was about eight or nine. My my godmother was having up like a barbecue um, at her house and my cousins were there. We were all like just hanging around being eight and nine year olds. And my godmother used to carry a set of, uh, she had pepper spray on her keys. Okay. And um, I don't know how my cousin got her keys, but he was fucking with the pepper spray and it looked Did like he, he was about, was? I don't, I, like oh, I, I am assuming. I mean, we're the same age. Yeah, I knew what it was. I'm oh, well, you sure. Did. Yeah, he should yeah. have known what it was, but yeah. I don't know. These were suburban kids, maybe. <laughs> um, you know, I hate when you give me them fake laughs. No, that was a good <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Listen, that was that's what we call in the business a filler laugh. You know, I just anyway, had to fill in that next, that moment. Right, okay. For, so, you're forgetting I'm a professional. Like, oh, forget. I forgot. Yes, don't you're right. You're right. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, so he's fucking with the pepper spray, and it looks like he's about to spray it in his face. So I'm trying to be the caring and considerate person that I am and, like, knock Naturally. it out of his hand. Yeah. And then in turn, it's sprayed in my face. Oh, no. My nigga, for like four hours, oh, we're like, I'm completely doused with water. Fucking had I uh, ice cubes just chilling on my eyelid. <laughs> you poor thing. Oh, it was no. the most painful thing. Like I'm just sorry. coughing up. Like it, you don't yeah. smell regular for hours. Yeah. It's so yeah. bad. It's I mean, no I don't. Joke. It's 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 horrible. So that is some yeah. shit that I will always want to stay as far away from as possible. No, for sure, for sure. Um, but no, you you I think you were just about to lead into. There's also stuff not to bring when you're out yes. protesting. Um, yes. And 
first was is uh, jewelry and valuables, and that's just you know common sense. You don't want anything. You know, you don't want to be out there with the your grandmother's ring, and you know nope, it nope, falls nope, off or something. <laughs> yeah, you'd be asked out in fucking pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The next one, and I think this uh, I is contact lenses, and this one might not make sense to people, but it it ties right back to what we've been talking about with the pepper spray and, mm-hmm. and, and and tear gas. I've had the experience of like been you know going back to the cooking thing where I might have cooked a, with some hot peppers, and at the end of the night I go to take my contacts out. Mind you, by that point I've washed my hands several times, a million then. times, yeah. But then the next morning when I go to put it, I, I put in my contacts, my eyes were fucking burning. Really? So, yeah. Those, those, the chemical in, in pepper is, it's very, it's, a, it's very, um, it's very strong. Like it doesn't take a lot of it because um, they measured in parts per million. So right, even right, just a right. small amount of it right. will, will, the is enough to garner a response. Yes. yes, there you mm-hmm. go. There you mm-hmm. go. Look at you. Okay. She knows things. You educated. Look at that pace Man. education coming through. <laughs> coming <Shut> through. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but th- so that's the first part. That's maybe the more obvious one. But another one is, you know, again, God forbid you get locked up. If you go, if you you if you don't have like solution with you or something you to take them out, you asked out. You're asked out. Locked up and, and blind. blind. You know, I think you at least have your vision. When you're behind bars, keep your head on a swivel. Um, so definitely if you're going out um, and you are going to wear contacts, maybe have your goggles or have some solution with you mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. just wear your glasses. Just wear, you know, wear your, leave the contacts at home. That's um, a really good one in respect. Like, because I wouldn't have, I'm I'm not a contact wearer. I've tried, but like, mm-hmm. they scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But I, I completely agree. Like, if you get caught up somewhere or not even, you know, arrested if you end up like staying by somebody and like oh now yeah yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. Any yeah contact yeah. solution you're exactly. fucking blind the next day yep yep um next is just anything you don't want to be arrested with again common sense people don't be going out there i mean unless you're in a state where you can open carry even then i wouldn't be taking your chances as a black not, person not at color. these ones because yeah, yeah. Cause apparently they're, they're... the world is real different for them white folks a couple weeks ago oh. <laughs> oh wow i digress Excuse yeah me. yeah <laughs> yeah don't even get me started on that shit but um yeah so don't 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 have you know your pocket knife leave it at home you know you know if you want the, the your best form of protection when you're out is being with with people you know you know mm-hmm. leave, leave mm-hmm. the weapons at home leave the leave the little weed leave the little dime bag at home you know i like to talk like the rest of them uh-huh. but don't don't bring that out with you so people again, haven't if you been get arrested they have, you know, I've seen, I've seen, you know, plumes of smoke that weren't tear gas, you know, but, but you know, still, still, you don't be giving these boys any reason to, to okay. yank you up. Yeah. Okay. So, so definitely okay. keep, keep, keep that at home. Um, and this, I think is a very important one. I think it's one that people maybe don't even think about. Um, and this is don't, it says, don't bring your cell phone unless you turn off your face or touch id and this one is directly has to do with law enforcement and i've read god knows how many articles and, and heard stories about this happening where it's nowadays with the face id all an officer has to do is hold the phone up to your face and they can unlock your phone and now they have wow. access to anything that's in your phone mm. and the same with your touch id 
Now, maybe with Touch ID, you can put up a little bit more of a fight, you know. But again, all they really need is your fingerprint and your phone's unlocked. And now, let's say maybe you're an organizer, maybe you're involved in this work um, in in a more in-depth way. You've now exposed, you know, everyone in your network, you know, and, and whatever information that maybe wasn't intended to be out there is now readily available to law enforcement you know right, what i mean right, right. and that can completely undermine whatever whatever work um uh, it, you're doing so definitely if you go out with your cell phone it's something i always have to remind myself is to turn on your passcode so we're not saying leave your phone unprotected because again that doesn't do any good if someone gets your phone mm-hmm. but just leave it with a passcode because that you know again now could someone get you to do that under extreme duress for sure but, but that's like, yeah, yeah, it's a lot harder for someone yeah. to do that oh, than wow, just holding the phone yeah. up. Because I, I was seeing yeah. that and I was like, oh, I mean, I guess, sure, whatever. But like, I didn't, that I didn't even think about it in that way that mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. anybody would have to do to get access to your phone is hold your phone up to your person. Oh, yeah. And these police are wild. They're, they'll do that shit in a heartbeat. They're, yeah, it's illegal. They shouldn't be, but they'll do right. it and not oh, even, yeah. yeah, yeah. They won't think, they won't lose any sleep that night not off that. All. Um, and then lastly is to go in airplane mode whenever possible, um, because airplane mode is going to turn off your data and location tracking. Again, this is just out of an abundance of caution. Uh, you know, we kind of talked about how we, we do very much live uh, under surveillance very, uh, you know, so you want to kind of decrease the chances of you being singled out or, or people knowing your movements, um, again, in case shit pops off or, or anything along those lines. Thank you. Um, So bringing it back to the GQ article with the two protesters from Hong Kong, they shared some communication tools that they use in their organizing. Um, And so one that I'm sure that's all the information I've been getting right now has been from social media platforms. So your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter um, have been integral in sharing information about upcoming protests. Especially Um, Twitter. Yeah, 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 especially Twitter. And and we saw this actually at the start of the last decade, you know, 2011, 2012, when we saw the Arab Spring take off in Egypt and, and then throughout North Africa, Tunisia, Libya and, and into the Middle East. Uh, that all started on Twitter or I shouldn't say all started. That was the way that it, it, it really grew exponentially and the way that organizers were able to disseminate and share information. And that's why you will notice a lot of times in these, whether it's a, a country that maybe it's a dictator or just like a very uh, oppressive government or authoritarian government, that's usually one of the first things they'll they'll turn off when shit is, is popping off. Is they'll internet. turn off all of yeah, the internet and all the social networks. So mm. that, that kind of just goes to show you how much power that, that, that these things have. Yeah. So I know I've, I've, uh, even when I've been out or a couple nights ago, there was there was uh, helicopters in my neighborhood, and I it was it was like two in the morning. I had no idea what was going on. Um, I couldn't find, I didn't see anything on the news. But as soon as I popped up on Twitter, I typed in Flatbush helicopter, <laughs> boom, like twenty tweets. There was oh, wow. a, 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 um, a news brief, like a, a news blotter that had gone out. So like, yeah, if you if you want up to the minute, literally up to the second information. Twitter's going to be your best bet for that. Okay. Yeah. I might need to give me a little 
One of these um, days. Twitter. What's a fake Twitter? What's what's what? Uh, what a Twitter, a Twitter, Twitter. I guess we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, we could, we'll do <laughs> yeah. that. No, because we'll I think I mean I think when it comes to IG, I've seen posts for upcoming protests, but like not play like by in play in the moment. Yeah, in exactly. the moment exactly. information. Exactly. Um, which so you, which you want to have when you're oh yeah, when you're especially out if you're there. in the midst. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, you yeah. Want to um. So outside of social media, one that I thought was like really, really cool that they shared was to airdrop. Um, and they say that it, it's an altern- it's an alternative to messaging. Not only is it more likely to go through, but it's an easy way to share maps and routes with, for the marches. Um, and the cool thing about airdrop, I'm not sure if, if other um, cell phone providers or other like outside of iPhones. Outside of Apple, yeah. yeah. They have their they own versions of it. Type of airdrop. Mm-hmm. But um, I've, the cool thing about airdrop is like you don't have to have somebody's phone number um, in order to exactly. share information with them, which makes well, it... good and bad. <laughs> in some instances, Because I'm sure some of the ladies know you could get some... Yeah. It happened to me on the train. <sighs> Somebody... What? Well, that's the thing. When you're in the truck, when 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 creeps are creeping, they don't know who it's going to. They just send the message out. They don't. It's not like it says, "Oh, I'm a sexy hot woman" as my iPhone name. They send that shit to anybody. <laughs> so I've gotten I've gotten a dick or two on the train, and I'm like, yeah, "Yo, what is bro, this even? What, what, the, are we, what the fuck? What, what is this even? It's correct. So, so yeah, I so. mean, airdrop." <laughs> cautiously but (laughs) in the midst of um you know in the midst of marches and protests it's a really great way to kind of you're giving access to everybody so people can share routes sometimes you can get lost or lose a group that you're were protesting with so that may be a really great way for the organizers to kind of share information with those who are participating for sure um Mm -hmm. another Another tip that they shared was like on-site voice communication is invaluable. Like things like walkie-talkies, using radios, um, and then they have something called the Zello app. Um, And I believe that may be specific to China, but um, those are ways for sure. Oh, no, I've actually um, actually used that one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when, When I first came across it or heard you mention it, I thought it was one. I used to use it years ago when I had oh, Android. Wow, okay. um, but yeah, it's basically like a digital walkie-talkie. Oh, nice. But yeah, yeah, so like yeah. that's another great way to kind of stay in communication, share, disseminate information, um, and, and do it in real time. So I thought those were like mm-hmm. really cool ways to kind of uh, keep those in your communication arsenal. Okay. Well, yeah, thanks for sharing those. And uh, shout out to GQ, you know, coming right? through. Again, I didn't see it for them, but here they are. So Listen, we appreciate their their gotta give everybody an opportunity to grow. But no, I know I'm giving them a hard time, but they actually, like all joking aside, I don't know if you've ever uh read through any of their magazines. They actually have like really good reporting. I hear. <laughs> I've I been hear. giving them a hard time for like an hour and a half, but their reporting <laughs> their their journalism in general it's is solid. actually like really nice. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I was I was also and surprised. Some, but yeah. You get some nice some nice fellas to look at too while you're at I it. Hear. They're usually, the you know, Caucasian. No, they 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 be showing, you know, they show brothers some love. Okay. You know, I've seen I've seen a Drees on the cover. I've seen a few people oh, on the well, covers. You know. Some of them, <laughs> yeah, that of course. But yeah. it's actually the same thing. Just while we're on this random tangent, it's actually the same thing with Playboy. Playboy actually has really great like journalists on 
like in okay. their in their house and they that actually used do, to like, that really used to be good. a running joke that people you know read playboy for the articles but you're telling me that they were actually really no good. it's actually yeah it's actually it's actually legit um but anyhow the the one last thing that i thought was actually a pretty cool thing that the uh, tip that we got from the the guys over in hong kong was actually a quote from bruce lee uh where he says be formless shapeless like water now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put water in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now, water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. And this, again, that's from Bruce Lee. And I, the whole point of that quote or, or what Bruce Lee is trying to say is basically just to be agile. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I've seen this play out as well. What the the few times I've been out protesting is, you'll you'll have people who are kind of trying to corral the the marchers, the protesters, mm-hmm. basically to keep people moving. Don't mm-hmm. stay in one area for too for long because yeah. that's when. It, and I and I saw this right on my shit, right on my block two uh, two weekends ago. You know, again, the the police are are extremely militarized. They have they use the same strategies that you know the army does when they're at war. You know, yeah. In terms of how they'll try and you know kind of flank protesters or trying to squeeze them into small spaces. You know, kettling is easier. Kettling, yeah. Kettling, yep. Kettling, kettling, yeah. And that's real. I've and I, I, you know, it's one thing when you kind of understand all this stuff academically, and it's another thing when you see it actually like playing out. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So, so definitely, if you're out there, you know, keep it moving. You know, try not linger. Pay pay attention to anyone who might be giving directions or trying to keep the keep the group going because there's there's strength in numbers and that only works if people kind of stay together and keep flowing together right so so i think that was a that was a good one as well um yeah, no, I, and, and i also just like the thought of like be water like yeah you know just in general of, just yeah in general yeah just in general that's a good <laughs> a good policy you to know, live by flexible. for sure no yeah and um, um so just, you shared a couple of oh sorry no, it's okay. I'll just say the the last thing that that came over from AOC, and this was on the same post that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, she gave just some 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 tips for folks, and uh, I figured we could just go into those real quick. Uh, okay. You you can start it off, and then I'll I'll alternate with you. Okay, we'll we'll just hit them back and forth. Yeah. Um. So this one, I think is another just great rule to live by is look out for things that don't seem right. Yes. Um, There are increasing reports and investigations that white supremacists may be infiltrating these protests, breaking windows and destroying property. If anything seems off to you, document it. Always check who is organizing. And I saw this, I think early in the um, Minneapolis protest where there was, um, this man dressed in all black. Yeah, shady like ass looking white dude. Yeah. <laughs> white guy with a hammer who was breaking yeah. all the windows in the auto and an umbrella. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like looking shady this, as fuck. You could potentially be one of the protesters. We don't know. But like it was very clear to me that actual protesters who were there were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you absolutely yeah. like what are you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. and so there and that's another issue with having things on social media and on these public platforms is anyone can see it. And so there are a bunch of people who 
are trying to, you know, destroy what this movement is about, what it stands for, what the work that is trying to be done. And so just make sure that like you're staying on your toes, you're keeping yourself alert. If something seems off, it probably is. It's not right. So, you know, I think documenting it for sure. Yeah, for sure. And Mm -hmm. like, again, these are tools to live by, but especially in, in a march or a protest. Um, so documented, I think that that's great. Um, and then, you know, share, you check in with the organizers to see what's what. And uh, kind of like we had, we just spoke about uh, a few seconds ago about make sure you're paying attention to whoever's kind of uh, leading the the mm-hmm. protests are kind of mm-hmm. given directions. She also says, follow the directions of grassroots black organizers. Meaning, black. B- yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Emphasis on black. Notice we didn't say people of color. We said no. black. No. And I did a whole post mean. about that today. Yeah, I if I that. see people of color one more time, used, <laughs> not, not that I have anything wrong with the term, but if I see it used when it's really meant to be talking about black people, right. yeah, I'm, I might explain. That, that is the issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have been at this for a long time and are disciplined in the ropes of community organizing and demonstration. It is a discipline. Mm-hmm. Follow trusted leaders whose goal has been the focused pursuit of justice. If they just showed up, that's a red flag. <laughs> And that's, yeah, I, I don't even need Valid. to add anything for no, that. Yeah, AOC said what she had to say. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're a whole chest. <laughs> she, did. We see. she did. She did. She did. Um, another really great tip is have a buddy. Make sure someone is keeping an eye on you and checking in and that you are checking in on them. And I think that's probably top of the list um, mm-hmm. is to make sure that um, that you have a friend if not a whole squad of people that you're rolling with, at least one other person that you know got you and you got them. And then if God forbid anything happens, y'all got each other. I love that. For sure. That's, that's so and, important. And also, uh, for absolutely, definitely, if you're going out, have a buddy. And there's, there's actually, I came across a, a hotline here in New York City uh, or like an Instagram page where like, hey, if you are a solo protester, reach out to us and we'll connect you with other solo protesters. Right. That way. Yeah. You have that kind of I think community. people were even offering rides. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also important, too, and I've had a few friends, and I think even you did this uh, when shit got particularly hot here on my block two weekends <laughs> ago, is, like, just have someone who you let them know when you head out and you check in with them when you get back. Yes. So just like, hey, when you get back home, send Please me a text. Let me I know, know. you got home all right. Exactly. Yeah, that's yes. all. Very important, especially when shit is ringing off, mm-hmm. to make sure that you know. You know, you know this is reminding <laughs> me. I wait. Why are you laughing? Maybe you know where I'm because going. Because I feel with like this. this is. I don't know. I'm scared. Do you what? know? <laughs> I don't I, know. I always ask you. Let me know when you get home. You you rarely do. Oh bad. You be forgetting oh, bad. about me. Oh bad. Uh oh. That Uh-oh. is not true. Am I right? Am You're I wrong? Literally lying to is the people. It? I have you, five. You, wow. you just, anytime we've gone, another Look, you can't even get it out. Tangent. Shut you up. You can't even get the lie whenever, out Whenever we go out, mm-hmm. or whenever we've gone out together, yes. it you yes. underestimate how long it is going to take me to get home. <laughs> and so you text <laughs> me before I have walked into my house, and then you're like, why okay. didn't you text me? And it's like, nigga, okay. I'm not home yet. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'd be forgetting you have your like three hour commute. It is, it is it, especially in the evening. 
Okay. It is a, right, a true I'll, track. All right, we'll let you off on the technicality. No, no problem. No problem. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, we'll we'll pick this up at another time. It's Anywho, okay. <laughs> and then finally, probably paramount to if anything please take this away from this uh episode is please stay safe and take care of yourself first and foremost and each other this is if there is anything that we've realized this is a a, a movement about unity about coming together Absolutely. about relying on each other about working on each other if something is going down and you don't know homie but homie looks like he's in distress that's your nigga right now that's your best friend Mm -hmm. you grew up Mm -hmm. with him hold him down um so like this is an opportunity like we can't just say that we want solidarity we can't just say that we want unity we have to act actually act it and so when you're out in these protests together if you see some shit going down if you see somebody who looks overwhelmed sad over like anything just look out for each other that's it and so yeah for sure that's a good point that's a good point well up to this point you know we've been talking about you know, kind of how to stay safe and and kind of be prepared if you are going protesting. But as you spoke about when we first started, you know, like, for example, you, you mentioned that you aren't in the circumstances right now where you can go out and protest. You know, you're, right. living, with, mm-hmm. you're living with your mother at the moment. Don't want to put, be putting her at any risk with, with COVID-19 still floating around. So there's definitely other ways to support the movement and get involved. So many ways, yeah. So many, and and that's what we wanted to kind of dedicate um, the second half of the the episode to is kind of sharing some of those different ways that you can get involved that don't require you, you know, kind of being outside. Yep, absolutely. Um, one, I think probably one of the most important ways to participate in this movement, if you cannot or choose not to protest, um, is to donate. Donate money, first and foremost. Donate cases of water. Donate your time. I've seen medics or like EMT mm-hmm. workers mm-hmm. on their breaks. You kind of like yep. set up a little table and assist yep. people if they happen to get hurt. Um mm-hmm donate child care if you know that your homegirl or your your cousin or your your parents are taking care of younger people and they really want to be out in the streets and protesting but they don't have anybody to watch the little ones especially now that like there's no school or daycares are far and few between and you are willing to stay home and take care of all the babies donate your time in that way. There are so many opportunities to donate. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think first and foremost, when people think about donations, is they're thinking about financial donations. Um, and those are hugely, hugely, hugely important, especially with grassroots uh, movements like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also know that like some people are out of work. Some people, they've, their salaries have been reduced. And so you don't have to Hit him with two Virgils if you can't do it. <laughs> Yo, he was, or, oh, you know, you know, I feel bad because I actually real quick. What since you brought that up, <laughs> and for anyone who doesn't get the reference, uh, Virgil, I always butcher his last Ablo. name. Ablo, uh, he's, he's is he Ghanaian? Is he I one don't of know. yours? I don't. Oh, know. I don't. Know. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Do that research and find out. I'm truly, anyhow, I'm unaware. But but what happened? 
is he shared a, a screenshot of a donation he had made, and it was a donation challenge where he started off and he donated fifty dollars, and basically was he shared that to kind of motivate other people to follow right. in suit. Right now, what happened on <laughs> on Black Twitter was <laughs> niggas read him for filth. The because he's like he's like the the head something is, you, is that Louis Vuitton? Own, I believe? Yes, he. Um, but the like the menswear line. He's That's the director right. of, That's of right. Louis. So Their folks menswear. were coming for him for like, yo, we know we don't we don't know what you make, but we bro, know you that you can be- afford you more than fifty. That costs more than fifty dollars, bro. Off off white. And I also was in that same camp of people kind of coming for his neck. But I heard, I listened to a podcast earlier today, uh, and one of the guests on there was was Killer Mike. Okay. And he offered a perspective that I hadn't thought of before, and that kind of made me look at it differently. And what Killer Mike said was, keep in mind, or he kind of gave Virgil the benefit of the doubt by saying to remember that what he was trying to start was a chain of donations and a challenge and the the point of the challenge is to do an amount or to make it something that people can easily do do. that's because now because now virgil really flexed on us and dropped a ten thousand donation that challenge ain't going that far (laughs) that challenge might go with him and 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 niggas on his block and And that's it right 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 so after i heard that was like all right damn you know what kill you right you right i didn't i didn't even think about it that way Right. But you're right. You're right. I'ma still use the reference because the shit is funny. Oh, the reference is here. The <laughs> reference is not going anywhere. Yeah. The reference is here. Yeah. That's here to but, stay. But in in the same vein <laughs> as Virgil, if it's five dollars, if it's ten dollars, if it's twenty dollars, whatever you can do will definitely be of service to yes. any of the people who are either on the front lines. So you can mm-hmm. you can donate to bail funds. Oh, we talked about that earlier. Um, and I don't... So bail... For anybody who doesn't know, a bail fund is an organization, often charitable, community, and volunteer-driven, or sometimes both, that collects mm-hmm. money for the purpose of posing monetary bail for those in jail or uh, pre-jail detention. So we've heard... Um, especially in New York, thousands of people have been round up and arrested. And sometimes you don't know, you can't, you know, foot your, your bail, your family can't, but you can get in contact with one of these bail funds. And I feel like they have them in like maybe every borough at this point. Um, Yeah, yeah, in the city where you can reach out to them and hopefully somebody can help you post your bail. And if we donate to that, then of course we're helping to support the protest. Um, And just real quick, because, you know, we got listeners in, in, Last I counted or checked on SoundCloud, over 50 countries. So, Check us you know, out. That, was, that was just a quick slight flex, you know. Just like, to like, that real quick. Let you know, know that we out here. We, we major, we global, you know. <laughs> okay. But the reason why I wanted to do that quick timeout is, especially when it comes to a conversation of bail, that's not something that exists in every country. It, that's yeah. the, the, mm-hmm. and And certain... So for maybe for some of our listeners who are international, you might be like, wait, what is bail? What is that all about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but basically mm-hmm. the way it is here in the States, because we goofy. just are just goofy, goofy and make fools of ourselves on a regular basis, are, <laughs> are the, basically the way the judicial system is set up here is anytime that a charge is brought up against you or you're arrested, you have the opportunity to 
bail yourself out of uh, pretrial detention by posting bail. And now that mm-hmm. that amount is usually set based on the offense. So meaning right. if it was, let's say, I don't know, maybe you had some weight on you uh, over a certain amount and maybe your bail is 250 which is, mm-hmm. you know, that's not a whole lot. You post that, maybe you're in there for like 30 to minutes. To some hour, people, some good. 250 might be no, a lot. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Thank you for that correction. You're absolutely right. Because that 250 for someone might be half of their week's paycheck. You're yep. right. Thank you very much for that. That's now I'm just listening. I've been there. I appreciate you checking me on that. Um, and now, and that can go up. Now, maybe if it's a bigger offense, you know, sometimes you hear these guys on like murder or like really big offenses where the mm-hmm. bail's like a million dollars or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But basically, like what, them, them two, them, the four goofy ass police officers, I think their bail is a, a million dollars each. Is something high. Yeah. yeah. So, and basically, the way it works is usually you don't have to post that full amount, meaning those officers, for example, you just referenced, they won't need to post the full million. But what usually it is, it's usually at least 10%. Yeah, for of your bond what the ride. bail of what the bond is is going to be your bond, mm-hmm. and and that's what you need to get out. And basically, the 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 um the what's it called? The judge says, "Hey, look, I'm letting you out, but the expectation is that you have to come back when your trial date is here." Mm-hmm. Um, and but now, just like you alluded to, and kind of the way the way you just corrected me, unfortunately, bail a lot of times can be a severe burden on 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 people um with low income with people. income yeah yeah and unfortunately again in this country those people tend to be black and brown right. so bail uh usually puts an undue amount of stress on black and brown communities and that's why a lot of these bail funds have sprung up to kind of make sure that we're not having all these folks you know kind of staying in jail for for really when you think about it stupid offenses cuz a lot of times like, they're yeah. A lot of times they're getting folks on disorderly conduct or something small. It's not. It's not something that really warrants you spending nights and nights in jail. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's. So I just want to do that quick kind of nice. Thank you, little history lesson. Crash okay. course on the U.S. because yeah. we global and we have international <laughs> listeners. So I'm just trying to make sure that we they're on the same page. Too. You I know what I'm saying? You. That's all I was trying to do. I see you. I see you. Yeah. And now the next one was one that I saw floating around, and and to be fully transparent, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what a mutual aid project uh, or fund. I don't is. think I've heard of that either. Yeah, and and I saw that you know kind of floating around a few times, um, or, or a lot in in the wake of everything that's been happening. And so just to kind of explain what that is, a mutual aid project or mutual aid fund is a form of political participation in which people take responsibility for caring for one another and changing political conditions, not just through symbolic acts or putting pressure on, the re- on their representatives in government, but by actually building new social relations that are more survivable. Huh. So a lot, of, a lot of words, not, you know, not big words, but basically what it means is we're going to take care of us before we wait on the government or anyone else okay. to take care of us. And, uh, and you saw a lot of these um, uh, come up once the pandemic hit. Right. Because, again, for most folks, we've only gotten $1,200 to help us see this through. Mm-hmm. Some folks mm-hmm. are still waiting to get through unemployment. So what are you supposed to do? You know, you, yeah, you still have meantime, to put food oh, on wow. the table. You still need to pay your bills. Like you mentioned earlier, you still need childcare. You still need mm-hmm. all these things to, you know, kind of be a, a thriving member of your community. 
And so what these mutual aid projects do is they step up and fill and close those gaps. That's so amazing. You'll usually see maybe maybe it's like a big Google Doc that someone has started, like a Google Sheets where it lists out everyone. Let's say maybe you have one for your block. It'll mm-hmm. say, hey, this is what I have available if anyone needs. And everyone else does that. And basically through bot, not necessarily even through bartering, because it's not necessarily that there has to be an exchange made, but it's more so just uh, kind of making it more of a, a communal aspect yeah. of, oh, of, of, of looking after each other. And so when you're donating to those mutual aid projects, what you're doing is helping kind of give those uh, those projects legs. You're, you're mm-hmm. helping sustain those and making sure that whoever's organizing these and, or putting them together is able to allocate those resources and, and, and spread them out. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to look into more of those because I don't, I, until this time, I, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, me uh, either. But that's super uh, dope. Yeah, until I looked it up and I was like, oh, yeah, this is lit. Like, we should be doing this all the time. <laughs> all like, of the time, right. Uh, wait on Uncle Sam. Uncle right. Sam be taking his sweet ass time if he ever if he ever looks my way. That's so, a whole fact. you know, got to make sure we're, we're looking out for each other. That's a whole fact. No, that's really, mm-hmm. really cool. Um, And then, you know, we have the typical organizations that you can donate to. Black Lives Matter, the NAACP, um. Urban League, uh, I think Color Color of Change, um, definitely Go will take donations. Go for like yeah, don't, or, exactly. Uh, yeah. Some of those, I personally am a little hesitant of, just because I feel like anybody as can, you should be. Yeah, everyone should be taking the time to make sure that these are legit. Because unfortunately, right. you have bad actors. You have people yeah. who yeah. are scammers or are going to take advantage of this situation. So sure. I don't think there's anything wrong with being hesitant. You you want to make sure that the organizations that you're giving your money to are reputable. So I think right, exactly. we all should exactly. be, you know, yeah. making sure we're, we're kind of doing our, our research, doing our homework. But there are a number of GoFundMes that you can um, donate to to support the families of the black women, black men and women, excuse me, that we've lost. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And those are kind of very accessible. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, so it doesn't that's not very hard to find but mm-hmm. i thought that those were really great and like for me donating i'm i'm in a in a, a privileged state where i am still employed stop it um <laughs> and right. so i can i can fortunately contribute monetarily and i am yeah. and like mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna get paid this friday I can kind of consider it a little bit of a tie. There may not be no 10%, but you know, whatever I can, whatever you can do, you know, try to share that the best way I can, because I, I, and I, I've seen friends of mine who fill up their cars with cases of water and they just kind of park it on a street where they know a a protest is going to be. And they, they just hand out water Mm. that way. That's a wonderful way to process. Like it's very, the little things, it may seem little to you, but somebody's going to absolutely appreciate it. Um, and so definitely donating is, is a huge, huge way to support a lot of these movements. Yeah, and and just one last thing on that. Uh, you and I both have have worked at nonprofits, and I think it helps to explain to folks that to not always think of your money um, as you do as a consumer. Meaning, for example, your five dollars as a consumer will allow you to purchase. Let's say you go to the grocery store, you might be able to get you know a jug of milk and a loaf of bread with your five mm-hmm. bucks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's just you as one individual as a, mm-hmm. as a consumer. Now, if you were to donate that same $5 to an organization or a nonprofit or a charity, they're not making these purchases on the consumer level. They're making right. these purchases on the wholesale level. Exactly. So even though $5 might not seem significant to you, 
you know, or, or you might not think of it as being a significant donation. That same five dollars that just bought you one loaf of bread and one, you know, one gallon of milk on the on the organization side, that same exact five dollars might multiply that out maybe five times. You know what I mean? So 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 don't don't get caught up in the in the in the dollar amounts. Any anything, literally anything, anything. that you're able to give anything. is is going to be put to use. Yes. And if we all just gave five dollars, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. we'd be set. Yeah. Done. Yeah. So for sure. Any way that you can help. And next on the list was signing petitions. Mm-hmm. Um Sign them all. All <laughs> you, of them. You said that you've been signing them all. <laughs> Lit- um, every single petition that I've seen, I've signed. <laughs> that are that's and, to this current movement. Movement I have signed. And now I'll, I I will say though I know oh how boy. you kind of said oh how boy. you were a little wary before, kind of like with some of the GoFundMe's. And again, as you should be, I am very wary about petitions, not because of their really? not because of. Not because I'm questioning their like authentic, uh, authenticity or validity. But for how me, much it's just like, help? are these fucking things? Yeah, is this doing anything? Like, come on, mm. we're doing, we're all putting our names on a list on change.org. Like, what what is this really? You know, I've that's always been my perspective of of yeah. petitions. That's fair. And, and that's why I actually like I actually dug on this a little bit. I did, I did a little extra research to see what okay. I could find. Um, and I came across, um, there's a gentleman, his name is Bill Moyers. He's a, he's a, a, a big political commentator. He was a former, uh, secretary of press, um, or press secretary, I should say. I think that's what they're called, right? Yes. Press secretary. For, for Lyndon B. Johnson. So he's been oh, in politics also, for okay, yeah, 50 years. <laughs> he's he's well versed in this, in this thing. But anyhow, he has a, a blog where he, response to questions from uh from listeners and from readers and this came up on his platform uh it goes back to september 2016 but i feel like it's still valid it's e- even today um he had a reader uh, write to him and say has anyone examined whether the four to five petitions people like me sign online every day have any effect at all on legislators corporations etc to whom they're directed of course i know Many of them are just another way to get donations, but the issues and problems they address are real. I'd like to know if they actually make a difference. Any thoughts? And her name was Harriet. I'm Harriet. You are. (laughs) I also, (laughs) I'm wondering the same thing. That's why I was happy Uh when I came across. I was like, yes, perfect. This is exactly what I've been wondering. And Bill responds, the short answer is, it turns out many people are are you know actually studying and investigating this new era we're in of digital activism, um, and it's kind of been coined with this term. You might you may I'm sure maybe some people heard of it called slacktivism, basically just uh, actions or stuff that we do online in support of of whether it's political or social causes which don't take a lot of overhead or time or involvement. Mm, okay, okay. A few clicks, you know, and then you're done. You, you've signed a petition and you're right. done. So so a lot of people are now studying that phenomenon to see what its implications are. You know, like if 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 these things are actually making any any changes. Okay. Um, and he, he goes into a little bit more detail and he and he says things to remember first and foremost is a petition is a tactic. And there's a professor from George Washington University by the name of Dave Karp, um, 
who is the author of a book called The Move On Effect, The Unexpected Transformation of American Political Advocacy. And what Dave says is, online petitions are an early stage political tactic that help build a broader campaign and serve a number of purposes. Okay. First, they can send a signal of public opinion to a decision maker. Secondly, they tell the media there's enough public attention to run a story. Thirdly, they build a list of people who are interested in an issue. And lastly, they can spur additional action and raise money. And there you go. I didn't even think about all those things. (laughs) All of those things are legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... At the at the very least, um, what the what these petitions offer the organizers, the people who put who put them together, is at the very least a database to work right. with, where right. they can then go ahead and mobilize these people, um, whether it's for that issue that it started off with or for other things. And I think one person, for better or worse, and he's he's kind of, uh, kind of I think people have kind of uh, shining a light on him and kind of seeing what he's about is Sean King. Uh, oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Because <laughs> that's sorry. the thing. He 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 obviously has a huge platform, mm-hmm. and he's him along with maybe Deray and and a, and maybe a handful of other people are maybe the 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 names or faces that come to mind in this kind of iteration of the civil rights movement. Sure. Um, and you know he's been kind of been taken up to task because he he has a few times in in the past kind of really. Uh, uh, really suppressed black women's mm-hmm. voices, voices yeah. and and their platforms and their audiences. So you know he he he's still kind of having to answer for all of that now. Right. But even with that said, and I, I'm I'm not I'm not uh, trying to kind of water that down or say that that's not something we should be paying attention to. I think you, we'd be remiss to say that he's still not doing work and still not kind of like you know influencing change at the very least or influencing people's minds and and kind of shedding light on things um but anyhow he's one person who i know is very does a very good job of that kind of rolling in one you know one petition into the next one like mm, hey okay, okay i've okay. signed one of his in the past and then next thing you know you get an email a week later like hey i saw that you signed this right. hey this is also another thing that right. you really should be right. paying attention right. to right so that's that's one thing that's good about them um Another one is, and I thought this was interesting, there's a theory called uh, 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 the theory of change. And basically um, what it says is savvy organizations that, that or, or organizers that launch these online petitions um, call, the, they. sorry, let me run that back. <laughs> Having a brain fart. Savvy organizations that launch online petitions will have what digital campaigners and those who study them call a credible theory of change. So basically it means the strategy needs more than a long-term big picture goal. It needs Mm. to be directed at a clear target, such Mm -hmm. as a person, government, or company, Mm -hmm. and have a clear action it wants the target to take. And that makes sense. And the one one prime example of that was the Keystone Pipeline. Mm -hmm. This this is going back a couple of years to Obama's presidency. And there was a huge petition that went out in in an effort to stop that from being built mm-hmm. uh, because it was gonna it was it was, for one it was going to be uh, have significant environmental impacts, but it was also going to have to be built right through sovereign land. Yeah, and indigenous and so, like what? 
We yeah. have a treaty that yeah. says you can't do this shit, bro. What are you doing? Exactly, exactly. But that was one example of of a petition that met all of those kind of thresholds. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing to look out as well. If you you know you're going about and you're signing these petitions, read it out. Make sure you spend some time to read the about section and see. Yes, that's very what important. That petition yeah. is about. Yeah, who is it going to? What is it right. trying to address? Right. Right. What are the measures of success? You know what I mean. Right. You want you 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 want to have kind of like a critical lens when you're when you're looking at, at for at sure kind of for sure. Um, and lastly, um, was oh you uh, really did your little research? I did, I did because I needed this. I for one needed this, and maybe <laughs> maybe some other folks out there needed too. Um, is just and this is what we we kind of mentioned before with donations. The same applies with with the petitions. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to make sure you're making an, an educated decision. Um, so do you trust the organization sponsoring the petition? Have you heard of them before? Is there a target? Do you think this change is possible? Has the organization broken the problem down into winnable steps? Mm. Um, Mm. you may be asked for money. That's one thing to keep in mind. You may be asked to do more. If you care about the issue, you may be asked to spread the campaign. And and a lot of these platforms Mm -hmm. make that easy to do. You just click Mm -hmm. a button. It'll tweet it it out on your Facebook, whatever it may be. Um, but I think the one thing I would, I would definitely want to leave folks with on this section is if you care about an issue or whatever the petition may be, your job's not done after you click that, after you click and sign, mm-hmm. you should, you should, you definitely, especially if it's something that you're invested in, you want to see it through. So maybe reach out to the organizer, maybe see if there's more ways that mm, you can get involved. To participate. Yeah. To participate up yeah. beyond just clicking sign. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's one thing, I, and that's one thing I'm going to definitely approach these when I come from uh, come across them now is definitely thinking of ways I can get more involved beyond just clicking sign. For sure. Yeah. Hmm. So I appreciate you letting me have my quick aside. No. <laughs> I just, I, I just the whole petition thing for me has always been like, eh. But I think after I, going I through that, yeah. I do hear you, and I think yeah. I think also because of how easy it is. To especially nowadays to sign them, like I think exactly. um, change.org and color of change mm-hmm. um, .org. Uh, those are the two primary places that I sign petitions on. Um, mm-hmm. And like once you fill out the little, like your name, your email, all that stuff, um, and you sign your very first petition, they, they'll send you like, like you were saying, 10 other petitions that maybe are like in the same yeah. vein. Um, and they have yeah. like a one, one, like a one click signing. So like you can really just go through and click and through be, a myriad yeah. of petitions. And so I hear I mean, you. They're I well to your inbox. But it's so I can definitely understand feeling like, is this really doing anything? What purpose mm-hmm. does it serve? Mm-hmm. But I I the thing that I took away from your research and the reasons why I think I am really keen on signing is I think the first two blurbs that you shared, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. can send a signal of public opinion yep. to a decision maker. Yep. Um, and they tell the media there's enough public attention to do a story. Um, sure. And we would love to think that these things are not important, but they are a lot of times. And I think even we're seeing that in real time with the current protests, it is not until there is a lot of people making noise about noise. the same thing yeah. over and yeah. over and yeah. over again. Do we see people, decision makers, 
our legislators, government officials, you know, finally heed media attention, finally taking heed. If this protests or these this 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 movement was a day or two and people forgot about it would CNN and Fox and all these other news organizations still be talking about George Floyd would they be flying to South Carolina Minneapolis and Houston to go see his burial like it would be a it would be a a blip in exactly you know myriad of things that are on the news um 24 hours a day no, you're right. So I think that just making people know that I care about this, a hundred million people care about this, twelve million people care about this, um, kind of forces um, the powers that be's hands to pay attention. And so that's the one Absolutely. thing that I appreciate about petitions, and it's mm-hmm. super easy. Usually, it doesn't cost anything. You will yes. be asked to donate no <laughs> right after to you fill them out. But yeah. you know, if you can't do that, at least you know that you've contributed in some way. Um, Mm -hmm. Another really big thing that I haven't done a lot in the past, but I definitely have been doing lately is calling and emailing your government officials. Yes. Harass the motherfuckers. (laughs) That's that's the job. They're supposed to do what we want them to do. So if we do not tell them what we want, they are not going to do it. And this is another thing where, you know, the amount of people who are participating in these types of acts do create some sort of change. I think that today the Dems proposed a bill about some kind of police reform. It's not, really? of course, defunding the police, but in, in, you on know, the federal level or here in New York on the city? I think on the federal level. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't, okay. I was working, so I wasn't paying very close attention, but I know I saw Nancy in her Kente cloth talking about <laughs> yeah. something. And That's so, a whole, oh, my Lord. The <laughs> memes, the memes were excellent today. I mean, I'm still to this day <laughs> trying to make sense. Currently yeah. make sense of what I saw. But Nancy, Nancy had the drip though. She was oh, matching with her little sis yellow dress. Always stays fly. Yeah, definitely. Like, let let that not go like unnoticed. Yeah, she at least she coordinated her <laughs> shit. The the drip was there. Oh, and <laughs> on at least I've seen this on Instagram. I don't know about Twitter, but people have been able to kind of populate emails where all you oh, need to yeah. do is put in yeah. your name, and this is yep. pertinent to New York, your borough. And then sign it and it, it'll send it to like all of your city council members, yes. all of yep. your federal um, uh, officials, mm-hmm. all of your state officials. Like people are making this stuff incredibly, incredibly easy yeah. and accessible on yeah. something that you are scrolling through anyway. Yeah. Um, so that is something that I would definitely encourage. You can literally Google who is my council member, who are my state legislators. Well, yeah, and actually, that's why even skip Google. You know, we we don't for this one time we did the work for you. You know, usually I would tell folks to just go on Google, but we're just trying to make things as as easy and and as accessible for y'all. If you live here in New York City, um, and we'll share this out as well, but I'll I'll still read the link now. The website is mygovnyc.org. Again, Mm -hmm. that's mygovnyc.org. All you have to do is put in your address and it will tell you everyone that represents you on the city, state, and federal level. Literally, I I did it the other day. And it's a great way to familiarize yourself, especially I think a lot of people now are going to 
definitely be more invested in 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 local politics. Yes. Um, because again, at the end of the day, that's what really and truly affects you more on your day to day, even more so than the state or federal level. You know, sure. it all starts sure. with with your block. So I would encourage everyone to go on there and get familiar. Uh, what I did was I went, I found like, for example, my state senator. Excuse me, I followed him on social media, and I followed a few of them other just so I. I get used to see what you their know, energy I, is like. Yeah, yeah, see what their energy is like. You know, at least know what their face looks like. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that way I'm I'm just more in tune uh, with with what's happening right here. And for anyone who's outside of New York, there's another link you can go to. It's ballotpedia.org. So b a l l o t p e d i a dot org. And again, it offers the exact same service but for addresses all throughout the U.S. Nice. It will tell you everyone. even And that one's even more thorough. That one will even tell you the judges as well who, who represent. And maybe prosecutors. Yeah, everything. Okay, okay, tell you okay, everything. okay. So I would, I'd highly encourage you guys to check those out. It's nice. a great way to start getting a little more familiar with, with the people who are representing us. Absolutely. Yeah, and especially mm-hmm. we're in an election year. Mm-hmm. So more than ever, you should be aware of who these officials are and see if they're out there talking about black lives, defunding yes. the police, yes. uh, redistribution, if it's not defunding them, but redistributing the yeah. funds from the police to other, you know, um whether it's education, mm-hmm. we're still in the midst of a pandemic, so emergency services, kind of seeing, I think, Obi, that's a great idea. Follow these motherfuckers and see what they're about. And if I don't like yeah, what you're talking yeah, about, you're not going to get my vote. Get the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Like, period. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, and, and I another, really oh, wouldn't... Sorry. No, just yeah. for, uh, one last one on the, on the elected officials. I'd also encourage folks to um, let go of the mentality, especially of us as Black folk, where we're... We just are, we have an undying kind of allegiance to the Democratic Party. And I'm not saying that to say that to encourage people to vote red. I'm saying even within the Democratic Party, you want to be able to suss out what different uh, politicians are bringing to the table because don't make no mistake about it. Just because someone's a Democrat doesn't mean that they're not in someone's pocket, that they might, you know, not be, you know, under whether it's big pharma or whether it's okay, wall street okay, okay, okay. you want to make sure even even when even in the even in the blue house you want to make sure that the people who you're giving your votes to are people who actually and truly align with whatever your views and perspectives may be but don't just okay. don't just walk into the ballot box and just fill in circles you know on on names that you don't know and you know so that's that's definitely what I would encourage people. You give me a face. What's the face? I just wanted to make sure you wasn't hit us hitting us with the Blexit. No. You was no, like, <laughs> no, no, no. You no, like Candace that. Owens real quick. No, 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 not at all. And, and again, who knows? Maybe that's the views of some of our listeners. I'd be surprised, but I, I'm just trying to let <laughs> folks know to do your homework. Make make sure Agreed. you're making an I will, yes. Decision. I want you to be an educated that's voter. Yeah, I do not that's yeah, all I'm do not blindly vote for people. Yes. You have no idea who they are. Exactly. Do your due diligence. Damn, if y'all saw the side eye eye was giving me, geez, on, oh, you thought you thought I was I going Kanye on you? I don't know. Nah, you I thought don't I was going know. Candace Owens on you? Nah, I wouldn't do you like that. I was, I was concerned. Nah. I'm not gonna I'm all the way left. I'm out I'm out there with Bernie and AOC. That's true. I'm out there with I'm out there with them. Um the next uh, one on the list was to support the protesters. 
Um, even if you're not out on the street, it doesn't mean that you can't support protesters. You can donate supplies like cases of water, snacks. You mentioned kind of the, a few folks even had set up uh, full-blown medic tables, um, provide child care. So you can still support even by not being directly out there. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Another huge one is support black businesses. Yes. Um, and this should be kind yes. of a like a testament whether it is happening because of this current juncture in our lives. But hopefully this is something that we can do far past All the, the protests, far yeah. past, you know, you, the deaths of black black men and women we should mm-hmm. always be supporting black black businesses um i know of a, a couple of black businesses who i think um breathing space our friend lisa mm-hmm. i'm not sure if she's still doing this if she still has merch available but she was saying that um all of the merch that people are purchasing the 100 percent of the proceeds were going to go to um i, I think she said bail funds so there are yeah, a lot yeah. of uh black businesses who are giving portions or whole sales um any profits yeah, that they get from I'm doing the same now with my to, um, yeah yeah to um yeah. to to you know to kind of aid in this movement um yeah. outside of that we're dope as fuck Obi and I are both <laughs> black business owners mm-hmm. um and so just supporting black businesses and I think especially for black people like a lot of people were talking about um how to there were a lot of lists running on the internet about like the 250 black owned restaurants mm-hmm. um that are again i'm sorry <laughs> pertinent to new york but i'm sure like i just had to um put a gift together for my cfo coo who is unfortunately leaving our company and she's mm-hmm. a huge advocate of black business and so okay. we knew whatever we got for her would have to come from a black business and you can literally find anything and black people are doing it, um, whether it's a tea company, coffee company, uh, massage parlors, Reiki, like healers, anything, yeah, yeah. anything under the sun. Black people are it. out there doing it. Absolutely. And so probably if doing you it have, better too. Probably, <laughs> at least with more flair, at least yeah. with more flair. Definitely with more um, sauce. So if, even if you just substitute one company that you patron and turn it into a black uh black uh a black owned business i think that mm-hmm. that will do a that has a lasting effect on supporting the black community and That's especially especially it, at the juncture we're at now where so many small business owners have been obviously affected by all of the the, the quarantines yeah. and the yeah. yeah and so they 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 need our help even more so now you know, as 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 we kind of are getting back into the swing of things, and 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 folks are starting to to head back out. Yeah. Um, and in that same vein of of supporting black businesses, amplify black voices. Mm. Um, there's so black many women. That yes, yes I have yes, to yes. say that as yes. a sister myself. Yeah, because yes. the, the ladies are doing. I mean, the fellow y'all, we, we're all doing amazing things, but the way that the sisters have just been stepping out. Oh, inspiring! B- women have been at the forefront of almost any movement you, you can think it. of. So yeah, and and especially you. the civil rights movement. Yeah, right. that that's right. That's yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So there's 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 a lot of amazing um 
black women, black men, you know, vo- and and just voices in general who are leading the movement and sharing information. And I've I've started doing the same in when I can, like in and and one avenue I have is with my Instagram account. I've been sharing uh, content that I'm coming across from black creators. Uh, yesterday or over the weekend, mm-hmm. I shared um, a, a black small business owner, and I'm going to start doing that every Saturday. So yeah, we all know these people, and right. and, and a lot of times they're in our own circles. Just mm-hmm. make sure you're you're giving those people a platform, and you're and you're boosting whatever work they're doing because um, we we need that we need that in this moment. Absolutely, um, and I think this may be the last one. No, we have one more. Um, so the next one on the list is do your homework. Mm-hmm. Now we laughed a little bit before about sharing reading lists and docu- documentary lists with our white cohorts and <laughs> non-black oh, POCs, mm-hmm. but um, I think collectively we all have a lot of learning to do um, when it comes to the history of black people, whether in this country, before this country and different countries like this is, has been, has become a global movement because unfortunately, no matter where you are on this planet, if you are a black person, you have dealt with some sort of a discrimination or prejudice. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of us, you know, have different levels of it, but we are all in that circle together. And so I think, especially as black people, because we, unfortunately, our education system has failed us in this regard, where we don't get to learn a lot about our history. As an adult, it is our time now to kind of do that. And I don't think that there is any more pertinent a time than in this kind of, whether you have all of, A, you have all this time and there's so much energy around blackness. So read your Angela Davis and Absolutely. your Stokey Carmichael and your Fred mm-hmm. Hampton and all of these amazing Baldwin. leaders, Baldwin, Toni Morrison, we talked about mm-hmm. earlier, uh, Nikki Giovanni, like all of these amazing, amazing people who have unfortunately lived this type of, they, they've lived through this type of energy before and learned from these leaders. Um, and then kind of just embolden yourself with the history of your people i think is really yeah. really important to do at this time it is important um so yes i'm i mean yeah we want the whites and non-black pocs to kind of do their work but i'm sure as black people i know that there's a lot for me left to learn and so oh, for sure we're not we're not left out of that no not at all not at all and 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 i, I think it's important to also emphasize just as much as you're picking up new knowledge and new information also be committed to unlearning certain things as well and especially and i think that i think this one especially rings true for you know the white folk and 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 non-black um people of color and and to a certain extent even ourselves as well but but i think the bulk of that kind of unlearning um and is is work that that they're going to have to do to Mm -hmm. kind of meet us where we are, so to for speak, sure. and, and for, for sure. us to kind of move forward from here. And lastly, uh, like you mentioned earlier, 2020 is an election year. Mm-hmm. And I know I know we hear we hear this every election that it's the most important one in our <laughs> lifetimes. This one like actually fucking is. On every level. I'm not just talking about presidential. No, I'm talking about on every level. Yeah. 
This one is. This one actually is. Like, Bro, <laughs> if we do not do the right thing, we will not yeah. have a planet to live on. I yeah. promise y'all. Yeah. I promise y'all. And that's y'all. not just in the States. This That's no, global. No, everywhere. Yeah. You know, and we UK, are all y'all, y'all got in your, this together. Yeah. UK, y'all got Boris up there acting yep. a fool. And there's exa- Brazil, exactly there. Y'all got there's your, a huge yeah. Bolsonaro. I think yeah. that's how you say his name. Yeah, like there's is, a huge, yeah. huge shift in like authoritarian style leadership. Yeah. That it's it's, yeah. it's a global, global movement. I don't know who out here, where, if they went to like some sort of a dictator conference and that they yeah, all trying to be know. about that shit. Yeah. We got to get them out, bro. We do. So, we do. This is this is not one to sleep on. We saw what happened in 2016, where a lot of us sat out and decided we didn't want to participate. I agree that you can have your feelings, but we can't. We cannot get back on track as a country without all of us participating. Well, that's so like the one Obi thing said, I feel like people tend to forget about, like the whole stance of of not voting. Um, when you when if you if you make the the decision not to vote, you still voted. Yeah, Just, you still it might not have it's been not your interest but, potentially. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that was a vote. Yeah. You, you might have thought of it as you you know being cavalier, like <laughs> you know I'm above this. No, you voted, and and yeah. and and that's why, like especially now when you see shit hitting the fan, like. You have you're complicit in that. If you weren't exercising mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. your right to vote mm-hmm. and and making an informed decision about who you were voting for, then you deal with the consequences. You and know then what I mean? if you if you are able to vote, you have a responsibility for all of our brothers and sisters who are not able to vote because of their participation in the justice system because of you know like there are so many people who are disenfranchised in this way and the least we can do if you are given the opportunity to is to participate participate Mm -hmm. with all of the education that you can like obi mentioned before do not just throw your vote and cast it behind somebody you're not aware of i will never advocate for that but i also want us to do whatever we can to get this buffoon out of office so but we're not here to you know throw our backing to any one candidate Mm -hmm. not yet just i'm sure we'll have a little we'll have an episode we'll have a little we'll have a little debate (laughs) i'm sure yes yeah we'll have one we'll have one Okay, so I know I know we're getting ready to wind down, but mm-hmm. I had something, I had a question on my mind, and it's actually a conversation I've had with different people, not just now, but along the way. Okay. Um, I'm wondering if you feel like the movement that we're seeing come up now, and not just out of George Floyd, um, his killing, but just kind of like the Black Lives Matter movement. Maybe we'll okay. bring it all the way back to like 2012, starting okay. with maybe with Trayvon. I feel like at certain points we're missing like a figurehead or like a face of the movement. And there's certain points along the way mm-hmm. where I felt like us not having that has led to it. You know, you know the drumline line, one one band, one sound. Sometimes it doesn't <laughs> always... <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't always feel like that, and I okay. and I and I and I kind of go back and forth on like, do we need that? Is that missing, or maybe we don't need that, and we'll mm-hmm. be fine, and and this movement will still continue to grow and progress. Like I, you know, obviously in the civil rights movement, we had we had Malcolm, we had Martin, um, we had Shirley, we had 
uh, Medgar, you know, a long, you know, line of people. Sure. Um, and whereas now, it, it just it doesn't feel like we have those like those figureheads who are kind of like speaking on behalf of the movement, so to speak. What, what do you think about that? Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't. I I hear what you're saying, but I I don't wholly agree. I think that we do have some notable names of people that have been championing Black lives and have you know, been publicly advocating for On that our scale, justice. Though? On the I, scale but I, like I don't, Martin or I don't, uh, Martin wasn't Martin until they killed him. Malcolm was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure these people are getting death threats and they have, you know, oh, issues no, they with are. the police they absolutely and are. all those yeah. kind of things. But I, I think, unfortunately, a lot of, especially these like grassroots leaders, you don't see the magnitude of who they are sometimes until well after that's a good point they've they've point. they've either gone because they've been martyred or you know like john lewis i feel like people are just now really giving him his due and this mother he's been advocating for our lives since he was in college like a young man i think like yeah. 18 yeah, 19 yeah. years old yeah. so um yeah i think i i i i know that there are people that i go to and respect to this type of work who mm-hmm. who who are about the business mm-hmm. um are they the martins and the malcolms I, I don't know but i know that right. when i am looking for either inspiration or motivation or information about this kind of work there are people that i can think of whether okay. it's tamika mallory or Britney Packney, yeah, or I'm a big Britney sometimes fan. even our musicians are becoming more vocal in this type of work. Um, and that's not foreign to us either because, you know, Harry Belafonte and James Brown and Marvin oh, Gaye, like Amina yeah, Simone, yeah, all of these people yeah, have yeah. been doing the work in their music. Mm-hmm. So I, I mm-hmm. think I agree with you, yes. Have we met, do we have our Martin... Probably or maybe not. we don't. Maybe we don't need. But, that, uh, then, and know? that's and that's another thing. Like I think, mm-hmm. even thinking about this current movement that we're in, I don't know who were the arbiters or the the figureheads who brought all of these people together. But we did it. We are that's here. True. That's and true. so the maybe there's a, there's a power in the fact that we are still able to galvanize with one goal. Maybe it's not an overarching goal for our whole community, but we can mm-hmm. fight when it's necessary um, without having that one person to look for, for direction. I, I, maybe that's just the the Capricorn in me. You know, I always need some <laughs> structure. I, sometimes I just feel like this, there's no structure, you know? Yeah. But you're right. You're right. I think, and it, we're seeing it play out now, right? You know, right before our eyes that yeah. even without necessarily marching orders you know mm-hmm. shit is still people are still organizing people are and out i think here. i think it's really just of uh as a result of us living in more of like a fractured kind of uh landscape meaning like like mm-hmm. when you think about the civil rights movement you know there was three channels there was abc nbc okay. yeah. and cbs <laughs> that was right. it there was no right. internet that's right. where we all got our information right whereas now obviously there's thousands of different networks and platforms and websites 
they can get your information. So it, it might be hard for someone to even get the type of audience or ears that that a Martin or a Malcolm exactly. would have gotten. Exactly. So I think I think that's a big part of it too. But that's I think that's kind of dope. Like even even when we think about our ancestors, Malcolm didn't do it the way that Martin did it. Martin mm-hmm. didn't do it the way that Huey did it. Mm-hmm. Malcolm, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody, Malcolm didn't do it the way that Angela did it or Asada mm-hmm. did it. Like you, it, the cool thing is like that you found your clique, you found your leader, the person that you felt was in tune with who you were and you followed them. And I think mm-hmm. especially now with the internet, we're definitely able to interact with these types of people in more intimate ways Mm -hmm. um, and kind of get to know them on a personal level and figure out who is the person that I want to get my information from, who is speaking to me the way that I need to be spoken to in respect to this kind of work. And then you follow, you follow their lead. That's a good point. You thought you were about to hit me with the okie dog. A bitch is always on time. I'm ready. <laughs> no, 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 keep talking. I just, I've, I've, I've had that conversation, and like I said, I've, I've kind of gone back for, back and forth on it. Some days I feel like we don't need it at all for all the reasons you just mentioned, and then there's those days where I'm like, oh damn, I feel like I think we do need someone kind of mm-hmm. no. leading the orchestra. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's. But fair. I think, I think that's a good place to leave things. You're talking about people finding a lane you know whether that's the person they're listening to but i think just uh kind of tying everything we talked about um today together i think i would encourage our listeners to do the same in the movement we're seeing right now in just find your lane and that's not that's going to look different for everybody um what you do and what works for you might not work for the next person and same vice versa. I think the most important thing is just knowing that you're giving, whether it's your time, whether it's your energy, whether it's your talent, whether it's your skills, uh, or if it's your money and your resources, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, I'm just encouraging and really not just encourage, I'm challenging all of our listeners to find out ways to kind of, to, to, to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, like, I don't think that I've ever been so proud to be a Black woman. Like, I think seeing mm. all of y'all out there, like, mm-hmm. it's 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 truly, 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 truly inspiring. And I am conflicted day by day on the role that I'm playing during this time. And I wonder, am I doing enough? Am I not? Mm-hmm. Am I going to regret this when I look back that I wasn't, you know, on the front lines? And it is something that kind of I battle with from time to time. But, and I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm not sure the not only, only one. one. Yeah, yeah exactly. for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. But I think kind of to what you're saying, your role in this movement, everybody's role is going to look different. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you can or cannot participate actively, there are so many opportunities for you to put your stamp on this time. And we've given you a litany of ways. Yes. Um, and so yes. find one that is that works best for you. Um, and 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 part and like I think, like you said, challenge yourself if you haven't signed a petition. Maybe that's where you start. Just sign a mm-hmm. petition if you haven't donated. Um, 
give $5 if you can. Yep. Um, email yep. or call one of your officials. Let, let, let's just, if you haven't done anything up until this point, this is the time to start. Yeah. Um, and then and one thing small that- if you have Yeah, to. for sure. Yeah. This is not a race. We're not challenging anybody. Yeah, You yeah, don't, yeah. like there's no way to be one of the top Wokies. It's cool. Just <laughs> just, just play, play the role. <laughs> Listen, I- <laughs> don't want his name to ever be uttered on Talk my podcast. <laughs> did you did you hear why he does why he hasn't shown his face at the protest? No. He says why? he said he he said he doesn't participate in integrated marches. <laughs> <laughs> he anyway. said that's why he's not out there. <laughs> okay. Well, you stay exactly where you are, sir. <laughs> but one other thing that I want people to take away from this episode is that as much as 2020 has been overwhelming and confusing and maddening, there are still really beautiful things happening. Um, and I think you shared on your uh, stories, like a, a, tr- a thread of like just black people laughing or something like a mm-hmm, thread mm-hmm. of just black people enjoying themselves. Your, our joy is a form of resistance. And so Absolutely. finding joy in these times, um, fostering community, loving on the people that you have is something that I don't want people to forget in all of the heaviness that this year has given us, that you are hopefully in a community of people who care for you and that you care for and to lean on that because we need each other more than ever this year. If that's, if that's one thing 2020 has shown us. Um, so take rest, Take your breaks from the internet. Take your breaks from the news. Laugh too hard. Eat really good food. Do all of the things that make you happy. Um, that's another thing that I don't want people to forget during this time. Couldn't have said any better myself. Thank you, Fran. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was. Uh, thank you again for for being flexible and for and, sure. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm really happy. I'm yes. This Look at you. Okay. <laughs> You took that boost to heart. You'd love to see it. For real. But no, we really appreciate you guys um, um, tuning in this week. And and please, please share this episode. Maybe you have some friends, family, coworkers who maybe are struggling and not knowing where to start or what they can do. You know, we like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we really just wanted to make sure that we were using our platform Um as a as an avenue for people to maybe find some answers uh, to questions they were looking for, so that's all I got. Okay, well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Workday with Nan and Obi. Please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Workday Pod um, and Twitter. Are... Oh, we're on the Twitter. I made our Twitter is live. Same handle at WorkBay Pod. Okay, Same at WorkBay Pod. Follow us on Twitter, y'all. Yep. We on Twitter now. Yep. I'm not on Twitter, but Obi's on Twitter for us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have any other tips, tricks, tactics that you want to share, definitely feel free to send us an email at workbaypod at gmail.com. Um, and thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. Please stay safe, stay whole. We love y'all. Stay black. Stay proud. Stay beautiful. There you go. All right. Yeah, you guys have a good week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) You don't. Thought you were gonna outdo me at the end. You don't. You don't. Mine wasn't better. I don't even know.
There, there goes our pole. Right. <laughs> 